What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, March 2nd, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe, and a.k.a. Positive Zoe. He's back. Uh-huh. He's back. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. Well, you haven't dealt with an injury yet, so that's why you're still 100% positive. Which is weird. I don't like know what to do with my hands. It's, it's very weird. <laughs> And the good, the good Reverend K. Fids. I would just like to, before anybody decides to try and take it, we have already trademarked uh, Killian Shot and Wes Nasty uh, uh, as ours. Uh, Pinwheels and Wes Ivy. Nasty, TM, copyright, all that. Wes Nasty, because Wes Nasty is fucking Wes Nasty, and I love it. Uh, you'll notice that young sophomore Mitch is not here yet. He gets a pass. He doesn't get a tardy slip. He gets a pass. Uh, the cattle report must have ran, must have been a lot of reports going on about them cattle. So he's running a little late. He'll be joining, yep. There's our sweet prince. He'll be uh, joining the show momentarily. So don't worry, he's here. There will be a NASCAR minute. He's logging in now. Literally just messaged him. So I'm kind of stalling. But um, three, two and a half. And then we will talk about. No, we actually. This is is usually one of my favorite shows of the year because we just did a couple months of just off season rumors, trade, blah, 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 all this shit. Today is the first episode of this season where we get to talk about actual shit taking place on the field. Like actual baseball. We've gotten to watch baseball. We've gotten to talk baseball. I think although you said it in our chat, we're going, the Cubs and the Sox are playing at the same time. We're all putting in like things that are happening. All is just like, oh. Oh, it's just so great. Baseball. Oh, it just, it's so much better than the off the field bullshit. Yeah. So we actually got a lot to talk about though. Um, as Aldo alluded to, uh, the Cubs are dealing with some injuries. They caught a little bit of an early injury bug. Somebody uh, sent it across town from last year, and apparently it hovered over Wrigley. And then we went- got uh, we got some uh, position battles to talk about. We got some early observations from both sides of town. Uh, what's going on with the spring training games? And I mean, I'm excited for the World Baseball Classic. And also, one of the things that the World Baseball Classic has given us is anybody that's playing in the World Baseball Classic was kind of forced to like start and play significant innings in these first couple spring training games because yeah. as we're recording this Wednesday night uh, I just saw like uh, Mancata and Luis Robert are hopping on a plane right now to go meet up with the Cuban team in Taiwan so they're they're out of camp right now so they kind of had to get their reps in before they took off so uh, we got a lot to talk about so all that being said let's tap this guy. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee. So the whole league that we here now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for. Yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. This is what you're waiting for. You 
can put it on a boy, yeah Every season make it all change Take me out to the bar, yeah This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on a boy, yeah Every season make it all change As always, the show is brought to you by SportsMockery, SportsMockery.com Make sure you Download the app, turn on push notifications, so you'll be the first to know what the Bears do with their draft picks. I was just looking at your jersey, Kevin, so it made me think of that. Um, SportsMockery, SportsMockery.com. Also, Uncle Bud's, uh, 9700 South Cicero. Uh, They got happy hours going on now every day. I think it's from, let's go, three to five. I could definitely be wrong on that. Um, And if not, Tom Zoe said it was. Sure. Uh, um, they got to put on tab. Yep, I think uh, bingo on Mondays, uh, trivia on Tuesdays, karaoke on Thursdays. There's always something going on at Uncle Bud's. So if you're looking for something to do, going out there, the food's fantastic. I was there for a little shindig on Saturday. We had ourselves a good old time. I actually shot 2200 in golden tea. Not a big deal. Um, played a new dark game too. It was kind of really hard. I got smart. Was it like darts? No, it was like the actual darts, but it it wasn't like cricket. It was called something. I can't remember what the name was. I can't remember the game's cricket. Was that's what I can't remember what the name was. Whoa, we got an echo. Oh, 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 oh. that was cool. Littering and littering and. But um, pinwheels and ivy live on pinwheels and ivy. Yeah, so go check that out, Uncle Buds. Um, also, we do have merch now, folks. Go buy, buy some merch. damn merch. Go buy the merch. Link in this Twitter bio. Yes, some go bad buy news it. coming from. Uh... Yep, oh, a, a cow. Uh, a cow apparently ate through Mitch's internet connection, <laughs> so he, he said he'll be joining us momentarily. Um, but yeah, go buy some merch, folks, and also keep your eyes open because all the cool kids are doing it. So we're gonna jump in. We're in the process of setting up pinwheels and Ivy playback for your Cubs and White Sox games this season, and we'll actually time them to be exactly when it's getting drafty. Pod tries to do uh playback, (laughs) they're doing one right now. Yeah, jerks. Yeah. So a <laughs> lot going on, a lot cooking. But the most important thing is you buy some merch because, again, guaranteed at least second base. Mm-hmm. And we've tried, didn't we define third base last week? So, no, like, we have no idea and, what it is. No. Oh, that's the one with bodily fluids, sort of, right? Or, I have no idea. These days, dude, people, I don't know. You get sued for saying that. Um, it's like inflation, you know. First base back in the '60s is like is a uh, like a sack bunt nowadays. True, true. <laughs> I don't but, know if that worked out, but uh, you know, you guys. Um, I got you. Here. So, I think the biggest story so far in the spring training is obviously the injuries happening in the Cubs camp, and I feel partly responsible for the biggest one. <laughs> so say Suzuki, what it, what's the exact injury? Left oblique. oblique strain moderate. And how long? 
no timetable. Oh, it's a really but small. We 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 pretty much know it's like it's probably going to be like six weeks. Yeah, Nico Horner missed what like six seven weeks when it's happened to him. What yeah. two years? Also, when he kind of bulked up a little bit. So, damn beef. That's what I was going to say. Is you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I won't be fooled again. Um, because what was the big spring training story last year? Lucas Giolito comes yeah, I was in, say, looks like a fucking tank. Up. We got all excited. Like, oh, he's going to be stronger. Stamina is going to be there. His legs are tree trunks. Mm-hmm. He had off season or like a bad season. Uh, and then he, what did he do? He went. He completely went the other way coming into 2023. But then we see it again with say Suzuki. We're hyping it up. We're like, oh my god, this guy's a fucking monster. Like the the signs were there. The red flags were there. We've seen this before. So I'm not going to get fooled again. I am anti these guys uh, putting on all this muscle. Well, well, like that's the thing. I I think I'm going to put an age point to it because if you're still a young guy and like you're getting jacked, that's great. Like you're still kind of growing a little into your body or whatever. But if you're like above, I don't know, let's say 27, 28, just no, don't do that. No dramatic body changes. If putting on the mass in the offseason makes you look more like the American Dwayne Dusty Rhodes instead of, I don't know, like, say, like a young Goldberg, uh, yeah, maybe you should maybe just maybe taper off a little bit and go with the long muscles. And we're, you've seen it with some of the other guys. They're getting the long muscles. They're getting into the Pilates now. Uh, they're doing the uh, the the strength training for longevity as opposed to, yeah. Guys. Oh, he's alive. There he is. There he is. Oh. There he is. Mitch. We Body said a cow, a cow ate your modem. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, You're here now. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the save Suzuki injury and Maddie Mitch with the all-time John Daly quote in the comments. You can pull muscle. You can't pull fat. Stay fat, boys. Well, you know, Mankata eats a lot of... Uh... My body's felt really sore. He's too yeah. tight. Well, John Daly, the, if when people ask John Daly how he stayed in the PGA Tour as long as he has, that's usually his answer. Joey impliable. I feel my body feels better than it has in years. That's a, that's a true statement, Maddie. Um, like li- literally, the only good news about the, the Suzuki injury, and it sucks because obliques are. Yeah, I mean, Kevin, you, you've seen this with other oh. players. Is there even when a player like gets back, it can still be like a nagging issue or like. You feel never something, you feel off, and then you change your mechanics. That affects how you play. It just fucks everything up. It like fucks the because it's because it, it's every motion. It's on your side. Like he's swinging, he's moving around. He has to reach out to catch a ball. And what happens when you overcompensate for one side? And then you, yeah, you, you hurt something else. Yeah. On the and, other side, you literally the balance is gone that you're supposed to be operating with, especially in a game where you fire your hips, which require full on oblique uh, participation. Where the core goes, your body goes. And that's the thing that one swing on a random Friday afternoon doubleheader or a Friday after, you know, Sunday matinee, that one swing, just one random swing, and it's going to, it'll act up again. And th- so have, this is scary because, it, you know, these are injuries that nag a whole season. You'd hope that someone would get this towards the end of the season and they can play through it. It's a lot harder to play through something like this at the, if, if you haven't even kicked off the, he hasn't played a game yet, not even a spring yeah. training. So, like, yeah. this is terrifying uh, in the sense that, you know, he had, there were so many good projections with him, and, he, and you know, he did look good, but 
now he's I mean, one he's one <laughs> sneeze away from we being just in. did uh 20 minutes in an episode talking about how good he looks and how he balked off i mean, I mean no guys i was I waiting i was gonna drop that video on saturday yeah. like on a, I, I was gonna re- drop it again i'm like guys get ready for the say suzuki breakout here's a here's Here's a here's adjustments he's making, and then like an hour before first pitch, Say Suzuki scratched oblique soreness at, or tightness at the time before they did the MRI. Like, yeah. What I was gonna say is like the only good thing is the time, I guess. Like you know, it's spring training. If it is a full six, let's say it's like a six weeks, uh, six week uh, uh, time frame. And again, this is speculation. The team hasn't put out. Uh, they haven't put out a timetable yet, but let's let's just say it's six weeks. That means he'll be back like a week into the season. Yeah, if you're gonna get hurt, now's the time to do it. Yeah, and then but, what what was the other significant injury for the Cubs? Uh really, that was the only one. I mean, the only one that's popped up recently is Patrick Wisdom has groin soreness. No, he's been out. The, the new dude they got. No, I'm, nope. I think I'm thinking of a different. Just I, Justin Steele was scratched, arm fatigue. He was supposed to start yeah. on Sunday, but Which he's back on track. He he pitched yeah. his bullpen session Tuesday, Hendrix and he's going to start Friday. Hendricks so is out till May, maybe. I mean, oh uh, yeah, Kyle Hendricks is like that's no, the one that we already knew. No rush, Kyle. Out. No rush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that was that was one of my predictions uh, that I wrote about uh, back in was it like. January, December, January was. I had it like I think Kyle Hendricks is going to start a maximum of like ten games for the Cubs this year. Like yeah. if the Cubs, I think at, at this point, if the Cubs get anything from Kyle Hendricks, it's a positive. Because yeah, that's. that's yeah, I know clear. we're going to we're going to talk about it in a second. When we talk about that battle for the fifth spot. I mean, the battle for the fifth spot is without including Kyle Hendricks even as a factor in the fifth spot because yeah. you've got obviously you've got uh, Stroman, you've got Tyon, you've got Steele, and you've got. Um, um, uh, uh, smiley, uh, although I know that we'll talk about that too, but you've that's a fifth spot right there. Like, and I mean, the way that both Killian and uh, Wes Nis- Nasty looked, Hendrix is uh, he's kind of turning into the, he's gonna be it's like that, it's like Major League Four, he's gonna turn into a coach, he's gonna be well, a pitching coach. Sp- by the speaking time of that, right. uh, speaking of that great pitching depth the Cubs have and the injury to say, let's say, hypothetically speaking, let's say it's a little more serious, uh, he's not back, uh, you know, in the middle of April. Uh, White Sox, you guys have Gavin Sheets over there. You guys want uh, you guys want an Adrian Sampson for uh, Gavin Sheets? Ooh, I don't even know who that is, but I know every actually... time you offer a trade, it's dog shit. So I'm yeah. gonna say, look oh. up his numbers. Oh. Look up his numbers. Oh. I'll actually say Aldo's not trying to pull the wool over your eyes. On uh, this. this is this it's is actually... my first serious trade offer ever on this show. What's There's his name? Desperation. <laughs> There's desperation in his voice. Which What's his name? Ad- Adrian Sampson. Samson. Now, he's with, only with been good, he's only been good with the Cubs. <laughs> and while you're looking it up with Saya out, that's also giving some opportunity to some of the younger Cubs prospect. Uh, you know, yes. Brennan Davis hit the double today. Obviously, Matt Mervis is still a factor out First there. First of you all, I don't like this guy's face. Oh God! You, what do you mean? Don't, don't, like, his face. His, don't like his face at all. Does he don't look like, like a pirate? With, what? I don't even know. Um, a picture of him throwing or. 35 oh, games in 2019. What the hell did he do in 20? Oh, was he no, closing? No, 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 I said he's only good oh. with the Cubs. Look at his numbers with the Cubs, though. Let's focus. Remember, the Cubs right, are the he, new... has, he does have good numbers with the Cubs. Hold up. The Cubs are the new pitching infrastructure geniuses. So I, I did. I have to say this. I did um, look up Samson, and this is what I got uh, instead of the Cubs Samson. I hope he doesn't look like this, but I thought you might get a kick out of uh, seeing 
really what I would consider to be. We got enough righties. Civil War era. Uh, Cherizy. Cherizy. That was Rick. No, that was Cherizy. Revolutionary War. Region. I don't want you to get injured too, uh, Kevin. Reaching like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Decent stats with the Cubs. Pepper. If he was a lefty, I'd be more about it. I mean, all right. Ethan Katz, new project. You make Adrian Sampson a lefty. Now, now you're going to strain your oblique. And see, if you make this trade, you can be like, Samson, I'm sorry. When he starts pitching well, you like, Samson, I'm sorry. And you can apologize to him. You're going to want to talk to Samson. He's 31. He's cheap. He's not. He could cost you nothing. Well, if he's cheap, he's not costing me Gavin Sheets. What are you talking about? What the hell are you getting for Gavin Sheets? A serviceable right fielder. Well, you already have Oscar Colas. No, that's what I'm saying. Gavin Sheets is a serviceable right fielder. Okay, well, you're getting a serviceable starting pitcher. What, uh, do we really what are we doing? This is this sounds like a fair deal to me. No, he's a I'm serviceable out. hitter that happens to play right field. I don't know if he's... I'm out. Yeah, there he's you go. Like, Thank you, Mitch. Is, you're making he, my case better. Did you watch Chuck Gar Chuck Garfine almost like broke his jaw trying to tell people how much Gavin Sheets has worked on his right fielding skills? Well, you know, he's a, that's his job is to gas people up. I know. Well, he took TA. He's taking TA's advice. I love Chuck Garfine, but I mean, come on. That guy's a mouthpiece for the organization. He's I will say, though, Gavin Sheets, the jump on the ball, Gavin Sheets, and his reads were towards the end of the year way better. I would hope they're getting better since he was yeah. out there so much. I think he'll be better this year. But before we go, let's answer this question in the comments. Who's closing for the Cubs? So there is, uh, just like there's competition at the end of the starting rotation for the Cubs between a couple of veteran guys and a couple of young guys, that's the same case for the closers role. So they they signed Michael Fulmer, used to be with the Lon no, very familiar the, the with Tigers him. and the Twins. I'm very familiar with him. Uh, converted starter, converted into a reliever, closed out some games with Detroit, uh, nasty slider, uh, He's an option. And then there's uh, Jeremiah Estrada, younger guy. He came up last year, uh, brief time, electric. You know, he's one of the guys who can throw 95-plus. He can hit 98 in the fastball. So I think at the beginning of the year, it's going to be – I think they're going to lean towards Fulmer. I think that's why they signed him near, like, heading into spring training. Uh, he's, like, one of their last uh, free agent signings there. He's probably going to get the first shot because – like they, they don't have many other guys with the long <laughs> track record of closing. Uh, you know, Brandon Hughes, he did a little last Boxberger, year. Right. Brad Boxberger, Boxberger he's had uh, with a couple with a few teams. Uh, but there's no guy really with like a long track record of closing games until recently. You know, Fulmer, and that's the thing. Even Michael Fulmer doesn't have a lot of experience as a closer. Right. Um, but I think Figure eventually, eventually, it's gonna be a guy like Jeremiah Estrada who, at the end of the game. It's like, all right, go get him, kid. Pull these guys away. It's the thing is, they're going to play matchups too early. They have to. Or like a seventh, eighth inning high leverage guy right now. I think he's still a year away from the ninth inning. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think, yeah, like right oh, Yeah, shit. like heading into the season. What? Hello. What's up? We got Blondie in the chat. First time, long time listener, first time caller there. Who wanted to be purpley, but she has Blondie. I saw that. Um, Our analytics are changing, baby. So, 
Yeah, I think I think you just, just that one percent. You just skewed uh, our demographics completely, Missy. Um, everybody. Now we before, talk about before we talk about the Cubs fifth starter or anything with the White Sox, we do got to talk about probably pitch clock. The yeah, the biggest story so far, all of Major League Baseball. It's this pitch clock situation. Now, hold on, just. I know. I'm pretty sure you and Fids are on the same page, which oh, is scary. Um, that was actually a joke. But before <laughs> you guys go off about it, I do want to say, not mad about the two hours and thirty minute games. No, I'm with you, though. Oh, I'm so glad you're happy, though. I that. Not I agree. I, everyone was in that clip of like, oh, bases loaded, full count. Who gives a shit? It was a spring training game. No one was watching it anyway. So that's the first off. Everyone's outraged at a game they weren't watching anyway. Of course, there's some hiccups. There's some goofy stuff going on, but so is everything. There was hiccups on the car when it was first invented, too. It <laughs> was invented in basketball. A lot of people died when the cars failed early, though. <laughs> like everything, it's not great early. That's why they're testing it in spring training. I am all for shorter games. Like what's the whoa, time out? Where did you pull a car analogy from? You could have went with any invention of all time. And you went, you went with, with Henry Ford's oh, death trap when it first started. There's going to be death and carnage ahead of us. Fiery crashes and burns. Oh, I'm sorry. That we'll was good. Get it. Eventually we'll have I feel like I feel like there's a, big, years. there's a big butt coming in your ranch here, though, Mitch. No, I this ah. is one of those. No, like honestly, this is what I think it is great for baseball and everyone complaining about it, it it's stupid who doesn't want a shorter game on tv like i don't have three and a half hours to sit around and watch the white Sox blow a ninth inning lead like, who has time to report on two and a half hours then yeah okay at least it's doable i don't feel like i wasted half of my day i did the people complaining about it makes no sense no one cares about that full count game in spring training i'm glad they're getting the hiccups out of the way and players got to adjust and the players that are complaining about it are probably the ones that were like the human rain delays holding up the game for like six hours like you've seen all the videos of how many times like jose altuve went around the base for an inside the park home run and for the time it took that uh guy for the um dodgers to throw like one pitch or like all these videos it, yes. it's good i'm glad it's happening yep. makes the game more interesting it doesn't change the strategy Good move by baseball. Quit your bitching. I do think it's very disingenuous but, that yeah. using like the most extreme examples that happened once, like three, five, it was 2016 in the NLCS, which by the way, high leverage situation, drama and mind games. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're rushing through things, where's the drama when you're in like a, you know, it, I'm sorry. Have you ever watched like the, those, those, those movies from the twenties with the, the, with the low frame rate, you know, the, the old sorry time. though. If you are a diehard baseball fan, you're going to watch no matter what. If you are trying to get oh. into baseball and you're watching that situation, it's supposedly the biggest moment of the season, you're put to sleep. I'm, I'm talking about mind games. I'm talking about high-leverage situations, the gamesmanship of a guy digging in, calling time, the pitcher messing with each other, the pitcher holding on, you know, shaking until he gets the guy to call time. These are parts of that mental game because when you get someone just off their clock, that's how you beat them. So I'm, my point is when you go to this rhythm, it becomes just a rhythm. It becomes rhythmic. It's 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 like you've got your volume or your your, your playback on 1.5 speed and you're trying, you know, yes, 1.5 speed, you're still going to get most of the movie, but I don't feel like you're about, you're not getting the drama. You, you, the drama has now been trimmed off. The drama is what happens in between those minutes because it's the gamesmanship and the stupidity. But I do think that like, the, obviously it's hilarious watching that, that, that 2016 at bat in the NLCS uh, with the Dodgers with what was his name? Rios or whatever. And they got like five or six inside the park home runs in that time. 
It's ridiculous. Pedro Baez, I think. Yeah, and as a pitching yeah, coach, I Pedro fucking Baez. love a pitcher that gets the ball, gets on the bump, and gets right to it. A number one, I preach that across the board. Catcher, get the ball back to your pitcher, get back on the rubber, and get going. I I, I love it. It's the forced aspect of it that you can't really, you know, if your timing is off and you need to refresh your head, how does a pitcher now clear the mechanism for a second to refocus if they've got, no, fuck that. In 15 seconds, my ass. No, no, you you get forever. I think every at bay you get, you get, you get two times. You can actually step off. Okay, so that's better. Okay, because yeah, because I mean, if you need to step like that's, off, that's the other it, thing. People are freaking out. We don't know all the like. We don't know all the details. Scratch that one. I like it. Then let's get the guys moving. We're just hammering out. Of oh. course, it is not a perfect product right now. There's going to be issues, and, and I think the same goes for I a batter. Actually, like, I don't like the batter's box stuff because they're in the batter's box, but somehow the umpire gets to determine are they ready or not. If you're in the batter's box, that means you say you're ready. If, if once you're in the box, the pitcher can do whatever the fuck they want with the baseball at that point. I don't like the umpires. If he's in the box, he's in the box. Pitch the baseball. It shouldn't have anything to do with the guy, the, the the hitter. It's everything on the pitcher. If the pitcher delivers the pitch at 14 seconds and the batter's not in the box, then fuck him. It's his fault. Get in the box. Like, and if you're in the box, now we have umpires having to dictate. I don't think he was really ready. Well, what if he was ready? Ready? He was standing open, and as the pitcher comes set, that's when he digs forward, and that's part of his pre-pitch routine. How is an umpire going to know that? It's all subjective. So now we've put more power in the hands of these idiot umpires. So the ump show not only increased, the ump show now is bigger. Because now this is a big ump show thing. It's a brand new rule. As much as everyone always gets outraged by the ump show, it's entertaining. I love uh, watching managers argue with an umpire. That's true. You took away the strike zone, so or took away I the other calls. Well, yeah, that's so why here's my thing with it. I like the quicker games. I think they need to tweak a couple little things about it, like maybe the subjectiveness of what it means to be ready in the batter's box. But I also think that this is a classic case of where we're at in 2023 where it's something new and different. So everyone's going to take a big old shit on it. No matter what these players, they're professionals. They're going to adjust to it. And I can guarantee you by, let's say may, no one's going to give a fuck about it anymore. I did. Is it, do we do know what the Cubs, because I know the Sox have been playing pretty quick games. The Cubs have played a couple three hour games. Uh, I, I think the Cubs have been playing a lot of fast games. Today's game was about two and a half hours long. When they, when, Yesterday's game was two hours, 11 Saturday, minutes, I think. Saturday I think they've had one long game. No, Saturday and Sunday's game were both three hours because one they both started at noon and both ended around 3.05. So I know that because they actually they, they were in the sixth inning when the White Sox game ended on Saturday morning uh, or Saturday afternoon. And so there is some – when team score runs, a nine-to-four game is going to be a three-hour game. A, a two-to-one game is already going to be a two-and-a-half – our game now it's, it, it'll be a little bit shorter but when you score runs you've got you've got long innings i mean it's still going to increase but it'll trim some of it off i think they're making a bigger deal because it's spring training but look at the average time of spring training games a year ago and tell me that it's not that much different because i doubt if they look at the numbers, average i think I, actually i think the big point of this with which is offense i think mlb was trying to get to is not it's not so much like, yeah, is there that much of a difference if a game is three hours and if a game is two hours, 45 minutes? Like, probably not yeah. minutes. The, the point is, it, it does take away, and I get the, the high leverage spots. There's the mind games. I get that. But it's all the dead time. It's the dead time that they're cutting away with. And yeah. I think well, we can mostly agree that yeah. early on in the game or throughout most of a the game, there, there was just so much nothing happening. But can we laugh at the irony that the broadcasts are not going to get any shorter? No, I mean, that's going to be the same length. 
That's TV money. But, but the you point is that on the TV, TV you're so, consistently seeing action. You're seeing pitches being thrown. You're seeing guys doing stuff. You're not just seeing guys standing around. You're not seeing, uh, you know, a so, minute as just the camera guys going around the stands because there's, there's a fourth, like, uh, meeting with the catcher and the pitcher. Here's me, though. If I pay 100 bucks to go to a concert, I better damn well get a two-and-a-half, three-hour concert, right? You're paying how much money to go to a Cubs game, for example. The difference is the only way you're seeing that concert is if you're going in person. No one's streaming the that's concert. What I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. But, well, is this rule for people in person? Because we keep hearing people saying, oh, it's so nice. I can go home. It's not. I'm not stuck at the ballpark late at night. Or is it about the broadcast game? Like, What about the speed of the game adding that quickness? is bringing to bring the next generation of fans into the game. That's my question. Are you kidding me? Have you met kids? Yeah. Their attention span. What do I do for a living? Their attention span. That's why I'm wildly shocked that that's (laughs) your take on this. They don't give two shit about that. They want something entertaining. That's that's the thing. That's just baseball. That's just baseball. General baseball, no matter what, quick, fast, in the middle. It's just like it's, Mitch said. If we, if you like baseball right now, these changes you're not gonna like. Like you said, Zoe, by May, you, like you're not gonna care that much. I'm not gonna worry too much about it in the end. And either way, as long as it doesn't affect like the game itself. But I can tell you this: kids don't give two shits about the speed of something, and it's too easy for people to say, "Oh, that's a TikTok generation." They're not that simple, guys. But again, I'm it's not the right speed. Now, it's yeah. not the speed. It's it's not what is going speed. on on the screen that you're watching. There's actually stuff happening. They well, don't this is happening, but the, the, the whole thing is, oh, they don't have attention span. They're on TikTok, blah, 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 for the TikTok. I don't buy that. I don't think you're going to draw in the TikTok generation. Like the, the attention span nowadays is shorter, and they don't want to sit around watching 45 seconds we need to pitch, listening to Steve Stone and Benetti so, have a about the Churros in the ballpark. <laughs> like, you know, you want to see some action. Look, I'm going to tell you this right now. attention span is not any different than it was when you were a kid, bro. We flipped through the commercials just like everybody else. We were paying attention 12 and a half minutes at a time, just like everybody else watching TV, flipping through the channels every 12 minutes. Like, it's not that uncommon, man. That's everybody was raised on that. So, I'm not too concerned with the speed of the game in between. I, I'm, I'm more or less more disappointed I mean, that instead of just having a system in place that encourages pitchers to work fast, they have to like create an actual rule system with a shot clock that again is, alters a lot of other things that I don't appreciate. I just don't like. I, I, I this like this is I exactly why I know it's, faster, it's, but. This is why I know it's not it's not going to be a problem at all. Like I think, like by the middle of April, everyone's going to be like, "All right, this is what it is," because if you look at if you look at these spring training games, if you're watching them on TV, when the guys who who pitched in the minor leagues last year or spent any time either by pitching or they were batting, they have no problem. So it's just over time you're going to get used to it. And, that, and that's why I love it that they that they implemented it from the very start of spring training, so that you do get all the like the weird stuff out of the yeah. way. You get guys used to it because by a by you know middle the middle of April by May, it's just going to be just how so, whatever their routine was before, how that was normal for them. Now this is going to be normal for them. It's not going to be an issue at all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Before you go, because you're gonna, you're probably gonna accentuate what I'm saying. I agree 100 with guys speeding up the game, regardless, getting the ball back, pitching or whatever. I just disagree with the implementation of how they're implementing it. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Now you can go ahead and go. Sorry. So, I agree with all though in the fact that I don't need to see Carlos Correa take a fucking two-mile walk around the, the batter's box after a pitch in the third fucking inning. 
I'm so glad that's getting cut out. But what I do think they should tweak to your earlier point, Fizz, is the drama does tend to build up in later game situations. So maybe they kill the pitch clock in the eighth and ninth inning. You know, like idea. something like that. that. So that way these whatever can play out in a little bit more of a significant, like cinematic way. So I know they've rolled this out in minor leagues and they've tested and tweaked it, but now that it's on a bigger stage, a national stage, a stage where it doesn't get any bigger than this, yeah, I think the they, they, need to be, they need to be open because minor league games don't draw TV viewers like a major league game does. And so like stuff like an eighth inning drama fill that bad doesn't really happen to the degree well, in minor leagues. Yep. I, I, would, I would counter it. Now, mind you, I know one of the things about baseball that people, a lot of people like is that there is no, there, no clock to it, but the NBA, you got a shot clock. So it's like, they don't have to worry about building drama there. There's still plenty of suspense in the fourth quarter. Same with like the NFL, you got to play clock to play off the drama. Both sports, but both sports that have been governed with a clock in the first place. Right. But like, I don't think it's going to be an issue. If it's a close game, the drama is going to build regardless. Them standing, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think people will get used to it. And if it's a good game, then, you know, you're going to be invested yeah. in it. Those are my biggest we're get used to it. We have no choice. Like, we, we're, we're just bitching and moaning on the way down. That's all. Also are, like, for fit for your point, and like like I said, I agree it needs some, like, tweaks at this point. You said you would like a different, like, what would your suggestion be instead of the pitch clock to make pitchers go faster? Because I don't think there's any other way you can do it without penalizing them for not getting the pitch off in time to work faster. Right. So what would be your solution if this isn't it? I mean, honestly, it's just teaching teaching the guys in the bump to work faster. I mean, I mean, and encouraging it. I mean, look, there are guys in baseball that are long, and guys, this is literally a rule that was Juan changed. Uribe. Maybe ten percent of the pitchers in baseball, because most pitchers prefer to get the baseball back and get to work. The good ones do. And watch how most of these guys work. Mike Fetters, by the way, doesn't exist in this new pitch clock era. How fun was that shit? By the way, sorry, side note that just popped into my head. Mike Fetters was amazing to watch, but guess what? Mike Fetters. With that nice little head turn, that's not going to happen anymore. He's going to be like, "Oh shit, gotta go." Ooh. But I, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, with with the solution, the solution is just to, to Google Mike Fetters real quick. Oh, you don't know Mike Fetters? Oh my god! Look YouTube videos so people can see. If you don't know what Mike Fetters is, he was amazing. He'd get set on the bump. Oh, I recognize this guy. He looks like a grown version of the plane to plane guy. And then yes, and then he would all of a sudden just turn on the light switch, like like just a swift head turn, like fast. But I just I think that I think that. Uh, yeah, there you go, Ian. It's a good point. With the blowout pitch clock, would be a lot more. Uh, you know, well, I mean, almost it's more important. If, if there's if you're getting blown out, you can speed the game up because someone's down. You know, eight runs or whatever. I mean, sooner or later, I think Major League Baseball is going to end up with a mercy rule. Eventually, we see this is the way it's going. They've pulled the club ball stuff with the tiebreaker. We're going to start Whoa. getting to a point where they're going to have a ten run rule after seven. And they the, did implement a rule this year that position players can't pitch. I don't think they'll do the mercy rule just because they need to get all their ad money in. Yeah, they, I don't think they'll no do way the mercy rule. But to Jack's in the comments there, uh, position players can't pitch anymore. Yeah. So they, they cool. killed that. But And I'm also really – and it's something that I'm generally, like, looking forward to is figuring out how these guys game this now. Because yep, there's always a, there's these guys are all ball players and ball players, especially that reach this level, are gamers, dude. And they're really gonna figure out they're someone's gonna figure out a way to fuck with this system. 
and yeah. look, every every yeah. librarian out there talking about these rule changes and taking away the sticky stuff because they're cheating and all the blah 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 and all these. Baseball has literally been born and bred on the concept of, oh, that's the rule. Well, let's see how far I can push the rule and how far right. I can get around the rule. Phantom tags were a reason. Well, am I a cheater because I didn't tag the guy at second and then threw to first? No, it's 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 part of the gamesmanship. You try, you know, and you, if you get caught, you pay, you suffer the consequences in baseball. The guy's safe. You're fucked, right? Or if you you know all that deception stuff. So like, you're right, Zoe. The best part about this will probably be these players now finding a way to circumvent the rule in other ways. They've already started to circumvent the sticky stuff rule, and I'm going to keep my mouth <laughs> shut. But well, sticky uh, stuff never went away, just so everyone knows. I mean, yeah. it's just flat out sticky stuff never went away. Josh right. Harrison struck a guy out last year, and MLB got scared and pulled the plug. <laughs> <laughs> but position pitchers pitching throwback to uh, was Matt Davidson. Was like low key yes. kind of a stud. Of He's position. a king on this show. We only speak highly of Matt Davidson on this show. But no, he was great when he, he when was he was great. No, was, yeah, he was so he tried to do like a two way thing in the minors. Like after yep. he had like a, so, I think he had like a zero ERA after like five innings. He was like so, getting up to like ninety. 90 I knew, he was like throwing actual pitches. I, yeah. I remember when he came in. <laughs> I knew the pitch clock discussion would generate a response like this so that's why i wanted to do the cub injury first because that was significant and then pitch clock because it's it's significant i mean it's gonna as fid said it's gonna change the game this year and i think this is what we were talking about when we were talking about all these predictions and how people were just kind of like brushing off the no shift the bigger bases the the pitch clock like it's changing all this shit and you could already see the effects of the no shift yes yes money ground bell bat Yasmani Grandel is so far, I haven't seen a player in baseball that's benefiting more from the no shift this early and Yasmani Grandel. And he, I mean, he's very open about it. And then they also interviewed uh, Sheets and he said, I see that shortstop cheating over almost into a short center position. He goes, what do you think I worked on all season? Hitting the ball hard to the fucking left side of the field. Well, now I can just naturally swing. They don't have to worry about putting yeah. it where they're not. Like these are gamers learning how to game a system, and that's just how this always has been. So, can I say this? I'm super stoked that Major League Baseball did not ban the desperation shift, where you bring in the center fielder and put them on top of second base and move the the corner outfielders into the gaps in the bottom of the ninth inning when you've got to cut the runner down at home and there's less than two outs. I, I'm yeah. glad that they're keeping that because. If they'd have gotten rid of that shift, I'd have been extremely sad. That's one of my favorite things in baseball is that bottom of the ninth inning where they've got to cut it down. I've seen that thing. I know people are like, I've never seen that work. It, I've seen it work a ton of times in games. Like it's and it just freaks everybody out. And I love so I'm glad that they kept I want to say that's the Tony LaRusa shift. I believe he coined that shift in uh, 2002. We don't, we, we don't talk about Tony on the show. Uh, or it was Sox, Ducky Sox legend. That's Tony. We don't we don't talk about Tony LaRusa on the show anymore. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Mitch, I didn't comment. But I know what you're referring to. I I had your back spiritually and mentally. Because right. there was two wasted seasons, Beef Loaf. White Sox had World Series expectations. And the, the, the best they did was win one playoff game. I'm trying to raise the bar here. Like, look, it would be one thing if you're making improvements. Like the okay, take like the Bulls before they uh-huh. those years against the Pistons weren't wasted because they got better each year. They, you know, like they had the shot against the Cavs, they got better, closer, closer. So if 2021, you know, you win the division, all right, that's a step. So I was hoping they were going to build off that. And they got completely worse, and everyone regressed, and no one showed a- any progress. So it was completely two wasted seasons that stunted their growth. Unless, you know, I mean, people, I guess, got to drink beer out in the sun. for a Dylan, he's got better. That was the only problem. From yeah. a baseball perspective, he wasted two seasons in the South. Um, 
One last thing, though. Uh, oh, just one last thing on the pitch. I am with you, Kevin, where I think, like that situation that Mitch brought up at the beginning, the one of the first spring training games where the game ended on the pitch. That's lame as fuck. That's like, lame I think shit. they are going to make a thing where, like, they're, they like they can't get into that situation. No. In a regular season happen, game. That can't happen. Or how about an account starting 1-1 because both dudes, isn't that not an offsetting penalty, for God's sakes? Like they, account- they, I think Jesse well, Rogers I- commented <laughs> on that, how, like, that that sh- that was a mistake by, like, the umpire. Like, that can only be, it can only, that can only be a violation of one guy. Did Jason Hayward hit a nuke today? Yeah. He did. Bruce Wayne, baby. He's back. Oh, yeah, he's wide stance. It oh, wasn't man. another guy bagging groceries, either. It was a guy that, second inning, you know, it was one of the red. Just, just, no, no, but I want you right to, now. I want you to look at the swing. I'm not going to comment anything. Just look oh, at the wow. swing, though. Okay, I'm watching it. Should I share my screen so everyone can play? Oh, this? yeah, for all, for all our uh, for all the the... YouTube people watching. If you're watching right now on YouTube, listening on any podcast app, subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe. Look at that shameless plug. True pro right there. Ticket hey. giveaway once we get to hey, 1,000. Seriously, though. Seriously. Seriously. Subscribe. Subscribe. Like, write me out. Subscribe. Write me out. Right. First thing I noticed right away is his stance is way more open. Way more open. Keep going. Keep going. It look. It still looks weird. I go back again. Repeat. It that. still looks weird. There's still a little weird hitch. <laughs> still looks weird to me. The hands. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Look at that. First off, look at that pitch location. Look how oh, I mean, he... it's on a tee. <laughs> so. Freeze. Oh, baby. But look at it. He is. He's firing his hips. Well, he, look, when Jason Hayward hits the ball hard, he hits the ball hard. He hit a lot of hard. He hit, remember when he hit like, it felt like he was hitting a double play every single at bat because he was just hitting the ball too hard. He still oh, hits the ball hard. Oh, we know. <laughs> his launch angle is uh, was something of an issue. Um, so Jason, Jason Hayward had no Jesus problem Christ. playing the ball. Um, oh my God! That baseball so is a dumb. family. For him to go to LA. And- you know what? I'll take it back. I'll trade someone for Jason Hayward right now. No, you wouldn't. No. Well, on a vet oh, minimum, well, he well he yeah, he, would, he wouldn't. Uh, he would not. No, he would never come back. But <clears throat> on a vet minimum, I mean, well, he's already getting the vet minimum. I know. All right. So what... here's a let's here if for 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 uh, I guess dexterity. We'll call it dexterity. Let's go. Uh, you saw that swing. We can bring that back up here in a second too. Um, oh, and then let's it. look at 2022 Jason Hayward. Um, all right, so that's a obviously a jack hit. So let's see, or no, it wasn't a, just a double, but all right, here we go. So look at his front side, his ass is in the dugout right there. So, how, how does he look? How did he look? I, I couldn't see his core more straight up and down. Was he more more upright? Way more upright. Look at that score. Cubs were monster last I'm just kidding. I mean that <laughs> <laughs> I think the Cubs won that game like what was it twenty one nothing or something? Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> no, he was even more upright than that. Look how he no, he's more upright in the one today. He basically yeah, look at, lost look at, his, yeah, look at look at his backside. That's the key. Look at his backside, which is what I really looking at his backside. Hey, look at that. He's got some junk in the trunk. It brings all the boys to the bar. Um, all right, so pull that out now. Throw yours up again. It's I've already lost it. 
Oh god dang it. I, I, I pulled it I down. Just I, just, back side. I want to see I the back Jason side. Hayward. I don't know. I just didn't want to spend 10 minutes on Jason Hayward. Jason, but... well, uh, I was just gonna say Jason Hayward is the perfect example. I I hope he does great in LA. That'd be great for him. Yeah. He's already made his money. It's fine. Jason Hayward is the perfect example of a veteran guy who every year coming to spring training, we read story after story after story, make an adjustment here, putting the hands here, uh changing the stance like this. And hey, sometimes it does look great, but then we just kept seeing the results. Right. Yeah, and been, I heard it's been it's been like seven straight years. I heard that too a lot that Freddie Freeman was pining for Jason Hayward, the Dodgers to sign Jason Hayward. But yeah. Jonathan let's Silver move. also was. I don't know. No, let's right go yet. around the horn and let's do spring training over reactions. Okay. I want to see, I want to hear Mitch. Mitch, you go Mitch first. first. What's your first initial overreaction? Um, well, I don't know if this would, fit. it doesn't have to be like an overreaction, just an observation, but it is an early yeah. thing that you're like, Ooh, excited yeah. about that. Uh, Jake Berger smoking. Oh, there you go. I'm glad you brought that up because I got to give a shout out to uncle beef loaf. Cause he got me excited. And he also got me thinking about are the white Sox wasting Jake Berger. And then Berger comes out and just starts hitting nukes again. And yeah, now that I can't stop thinking about it. Making it tough. Like that bench situation is going to be in- well, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I want to talk about the bench yeah. later. But- so also, Elvis Andrews is the other one, like the biggest overreact, or I guess you should say the biggest overreaction I had. Uh, first at bat, had the triple early. And he was talking mm. about how like he's adjusted something with his swing. He's like, no, like second half me last year. That's the new me. I found something. Early returns look promising, so I'm starting to believe. It. I'm buying. If he can play average defense and hit like he did last year. That's a sufficient pickup for the White Sox. That's all. Well, the funny thing was he, he hit that triple, and then the next inning in the field, he made an awesome diving catch at second base. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, God damn it. Now everyone's going to be – this is going to get crazy. You guys I have to trade to be a great Montgomery. Season, but he's good. <laughs> <laughs> not, so he'll be fine. Montgomery got to play on Wednesday. He uh, Hype train. I saw it. 0 for 1, but took two walks. That's a major league eye, baby. Yep. The eye's already elite. Uh, although, what's your overreaction? We'll go White Sox, Cub, White Sox, Cub. Uh, so I know the big story was Wisniewski today, but I mean, I saw him be fantastic last year. So th- that was just more of the same. I, I think he's going to be the fifth starter. And Caleb what's, Killian. What's the, what's the coin we, we already copyrighted for that kid? Was nasty. Was nasty. Was nasty. Print the shirts. Print the shirts, baby. TM, uh, Pinwheels yep. and Ivy podcast. Also subscribe. Timestamp, um, timestamp. Time we heard it. Also subscribe. And subscribe. subscribe. Caleb Killian, who came along with Alexander Cronario in the Chris Bryant trade in 2021 uh, was one of the most hyped up pitching prospects for the Cubs, you know, going back to last spring training. He was dominant at AAA, had like a 2.06, 2.08 ERA through eight starts, nine starts, gets called up in June. He throws five innings against the Cardinals. First three innings, he went perfect. Nine up, nine down. He looked amazing. Kevin, we were going nuts. I think that game was on Fox Saturday Baseball. Mm-hmm. We are like, holy shit, like the Cubs have a fucking ace right here. After that, he was garbage. <laughs> he walked. He <laughs> wheels difference, baby. He made, he made, what was it, three or four starts. He walked 12 batters in 11 innings. It was rough. It was rough. He went back to the minors. He kept walking guys down there. And we're not talking about a guy who was like effectively wild before. Like he was known to have good command 
like his control was elite or not elite, but it was good. Like that wasn't a problem before last year. And it's like, what the hell happened? We're left Kevin thinking like, what was it too much for him? What else is going on? Uh, story comes out. I think it was last week. This, uh, whatever it was during this uh, time in spring training, dealing with a knee issue, knee tendonitis. What we were talking about earlier with uh, say Suzuki's oblique. If you get one injury, you'll uh, compensate. You lead to other issues. Uh, he talked about how you know the knee stuff. It was messing up his mechanics on the mound. His foot was in the wrong place. Leads to terrible control. He comes out, Zoe and Mitch. He comes out. Monday, spring training. He's he's throwing 95, 96, 98. 29 pitches in two innings, 20 strikes, two strikeouts. Just Decent. looked as great as you can look in a two-inning performance in spring training. That is the definition of a All in, again, on Caleb Killian. <laughs> that is the definition unless of a your name, Unless your name's Wes Nasty and you have 4Ks in two innings like he had Well, today. that's the thing. We already knew. We already saw it. Was, that's why I'm not picking him. Like, I so knew. these two guys are competing for the fifth starter spot? But what happens if they're both better than... I want that to happen. <laughs> Me too. That means that That'd they're... Great, because then we can trade Samson to the, to the Sox for Sheets. Yeah. Wait, who are we getting now? Samson, you're, you're still getting I don't Samson. want this well, answer. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on this I am out on that deal. So my overreaction <laughs> is that the White Sox are okay in right field. Oh. I think, as I mentioned Rick Conn earlier, finally I think, did it. <laughs> 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 I, think, uh, I think Gavin Sheets worked on his defense enough, not like Chuck Garfine putting him in the All-Star game, but like <laughs> – I think he worked on it enough where he's not going to be a, a massive liability in right field. And swing's looking good. He hit a couple bombs already. You know, I think that's the big lefty bat that they need. But story here is my guy, Oscar Colas, he's hitting almost 500 in spring training. He's seeing some at-bats. It's not like he's one for two. Like, he's getting up there. And I've already seen some people on White Sox. They're all singles. I don't give a fuck. By the so way, that's the what kid. I was doing. I was playing right into that when I... I know. <laughs> I, well, I know, although I've known you for long enough when I know when you're doing this shit. So, I'll, but <laughs> but they're, they're all singles. No, all I care about right now is that this kid is seeing the ball well from major league pitchers, which he is. He's working counts. He's taking the ball to the opposite field. He's going with pitches. We all know he has power. We all saw... All the the fucking minor league videos from last year of him hitting absolute cock shots all over the goddamn field. I know the power's there. My biggest thing right now was composure, working counts, going with pitches. And he's doing that right now. I mean, he hasn't had any opportunity to make any great plays in the field, but we've seen, again, that he's capable of making those plays. And we talked about it a little bit on last week's show having Bentendi in left, and then if you have a guy like Oscar Colas in right who's a pretty above-average fielder, that's going to take a lot more off of Luis Robert Jr.'s plate and well, I think I would, make him a better player for it. I would even say, just because you've got two gold gloves in Bentendi and Robert in center, that makes it easier on sheets. Like you said, it's improving a mm-hmm. bit. I still wouldn't call – I mean, you know, he's a fine right fielder. He's improving, I guess. Yep. But, you know, if he – if if Colas – 
like they don't say he's ready after spring training and all signs point that he's he a little more seasoning like you got a you got a reliable backup guy with sheets there that will be serviceable yes. in right field that's what i'm that saying really yes. embarrass everyone so i actually do think that's a good point and, and it also because i uh, calls is going to go through his growing pains like it, it's going to oh, happen yeah. it's going to figure him out he's going to go through like a, a rough stretch so it's nice to have a little bit of insurance there which is my big concern heading into the offseason the insurance yep. scrubs. so i'm glad sheets is having a nice spring yes. you guys missed one you guys missed the best right fielder that's solving your problems who that eloy oh you did that i'm good like he's gonna uh, be playing. He's going to be playing. I will say, Eloy's Eloy, motivated. And Eloy is fucking felt. That boy slimmed down. Did he drop and, the baby fat? Yes, he tightened up, tweet like a twigger. <laughs> he he tweetened that up. But I was the first spring training game that was on. He came up to bat, and I guess it was the first time I saw like his side profile. You know when he's in the batter's box, and I was like, yeah. "Where the fuck? That's half of Eloy." Like he's lost. Like he he dropped the baby fat, tightened it up, and he's looking fucking lean at me, man. And that's another, I guess, overreaction is that Aloy could be an all star this year because he's hitting the ball fucking well. But it's tough oh, to make an all star. Eloy's always had that. Yep, he's always had as a DH. Yeah, yeah. But Fids, hit us with your Cubs spring training observation slash overreaction. Okay, so first is the overreaction. The overreaction, I'm, I'm happy Cody Bellinger hit the ball really well today. He had got his first hit as a Cub. Uh, but I think the overreaction is people are, they, some dude threw out a, uh, a four split screen video of 2019 that Cody Bellinger, dude. 2021 and 22 and 23. And like, oh, look at this. He's more, look at his, his pre, everyone's freaking out about Cody Bellinger's pre pitch stance. Now, when you watch the rest of the video and you actually look at the swing plane and the hips and, and where he's driving from, it's the same swing as 2022. It's nothing like 2019. Hips are different. Ass is different. Front side is different. He's more open in 2019. Look at the ass up the ladies. He did so hit a deep it. ball today to, to right center. And I'm telling you right now, if he had opened up his hips. Hold on, I'll find that, that stupid ass drive, video that people are tweeting. That ball in right center would have left the yard. That's he's forfeiting power right now <laughs> because he's too closed off. He's not able to drive his hips through the baseball as well as he should. Yep. That, that took me all of two seconds reaction. to find this video because I knew absolutely. Dom would have it up right away. Oh, absolutely. Dom, that Dom was, uh, Dom had some, uh, he had one of these 108 towels uh, on top and, and some lotion. That's what he was doing. I think Dom would be I welcome to the morning. They did a really good like reply to like one of those tweets. And that was something when I was playing in high school, like they always said, like, the stance because I was like, Oh, look at the new stance. Oh, stance yeah. doesn't matter as long as you're getting set in a hitter's position before the pitch comes. Like yeah. Kevin Euclid had the ridiculous stance. Did they just got into the good hitter's position once the like the pitch? Did they out. just take these pictures at different times? <laughs> like, is he just like pumping the bat down real quick? No, because like, when you play the video, it's the same. They're, they're his pre pitch. Watch it again. But now look where his front side is in 2019. Look where his front side is in 2021, 22, and 23. Which one looks more similar at the point of contact of these? Three? 23. Yeah, absolutely. And 21 is not that really, far. really good at that bar game when you had the naked lady pitchers and you uh -huh. had to find the differences. This is kind of like what that is. <laughs> Finding, you know, doing the backside of the highlights <laughs> magazine. Now, now we're in my wheelhouse, man. No, I was the at the end of the bar, the, the bar top one with the naked ladies. But, but yeah, I mean, look at look at look at his hands in 2022 and 2023, and then look at his hands. Yeah, his hands in 2021 are a little bit more compact. But 20, is, 2021 is the anomaly here. This is yeah. completely different than these three. Yeah, 
but they were freaking out saying, oh, God. And someone actually today said, oh, it's it's the pre it basically saying it's his stance. My God. I'm like, bro. Yeah, this, this, is, a, this is identical. Yeah. These three are identical. This one is completely different. Yep. He's he's closed. He's look how open is look at his front foot. Look where his front foot is already in 2019. Where look at the direction it's moving compared to the direction it's moving in 21, 22, and 23. It's moving his in 2019. He's actually pulling off the baseball, which helps him get those inside pitches, which he's is definitely he did he definitely did some more squats in 2023 too, because he must work out. Or more Del Taco. That that's looking two C's on the thick. It's not three. He's not at three yet. <laughs> but like again, look at his hands. He's up more up right here. These are these are fucking identical. So I don't yeah. know what the hell these people are smoking because they're gra- that's the overreaction. They were grasping onto something. You tell him. You tell him that. Uh, you know, his he. Oh God, he's wearing his pocket out of his back pocket's weight. It's out now. That means in 2023 he's gonna hit a homer because in 2019 his back pocket came out all the time. Oh God, it's just it's this shit's identical. This is the same yeah. fucking swing. And that did not fruit very good uh, results mm, last year. Fruit. Um, so yeah, that's my overreaction, but okay. I like, I'm super stoked about the positive, uh, start of the young Cubs pitchers Killian and obviously West nasty. So that makes me happy. Okay. So I'll Fair over, enough. I'm overreacting on that because Aldo and I were getting in talking a little bit about like smiley and stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, cause smiley, I mean, he's, he's a veteran. He's thrown two pitches that dude will be ready or two innings. He'll be ready when it's time to be ready. Cause he's a veteran, but I have if, another overreaction. Better spring. I don't know. Do you want to go one more round of overreactions? I, yeah. I mean, I don't, what did I, I tell it? you, though? We have lots to talk about. I know. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> we have a lot. Okay, we, we, we already got a really big topic that we need to discuss. Dan Rita losing? Are they? <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were winning at the end of the third, but only by two, so they might have lost. They did like, lose. They lost? Oh, yeah. That's a big upside. God damn. Well, that sucks. But anyway, uh, their core three are juniors. They'll be back next week, um, next year. But go ahead, Aldo. Hit it again. Dansby Swanson looks weird in a Cubs uniform. <laughs> I a, don't that know. Is <laughs> Somebody else brought it up on Twitter, and then I, I, I was, I looked back on my screen because he was up to bat. Two walks, by the way. Play discipline, baby. Um, he's. I think he I think he needs to go with the socks up. Cause like I don't know. The it just looks weird. He needs to go with the socks up. Also, actual this my actual overreaction. David Bodie has had uh, I think he had shoulder surgery at the end of 2021, still had shoulder issues 2022. And he's done this before. I think in 2021 he was great in spring training. And then it didn't fucking matter. But like David Bodie is on fire. I think he's like six for eight. Again, you mean that, spring training doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you mean the guy that was good enough to replace Chris Bryant? That's right. Uh, oh, Patrick Wisdom. David Bodie, I think, is going to get traded like yeah in three weeks because yep. he's he's he looks healthy again. So he's somebody is going to want him. Yep, he'd be great. He's like off the, he's off the he's off the forty man roster. So the, the Cubs, I think, have made it pretty obvious that they're ready to move on. Uh, but if he keeps hitting, I think he's gonna get traded. Uh, but he hit that uh, grand slam that one time, <laughs> Mitch. So I went first last time because I feel like mine's gonna take us into the bench discussion for the White. It is because that's oh. where we're going next. So go. uh, my other one. All right, I got I got to pick one out of the two, but Yasmani Grandel looks healthy. Like he he dropped a. 
he straight up dropped a pitch, which that's not great. But classic, yeah. <laughs> he was able to pop up, recover, and throw the runner out at second, which also shady on that play was a great thing to see. Was uh, Elvis Andrews, who's playing second for the first time in his career, feel very comfortable coming over and making the tag from the right side of the bag, like flawless motion, fluid. But Yaz looks, Yaz is still slower than dog shit. He might be the slowest player in the history of major what was his baseball. speed on MLB the show? One? Two. <laughs> I don't know what the rankings are going to be this year. But, uh, and that's out of 99, folks. If you I mean, home. hey, he double the right. He's finishing there. third in that race. If he's racing. But, race. um, I mean, he was like literally three points from moonwalking. Yeah. He's, the box. I mean, he's brutally slow. But it was really good to see him pop up, get the ball, and make the play at second. He doesn't make that play last year. That play does not get made. And so that was really good to see. He looks kind of not as much as Eloy, but he looks like he's thinned out a little bit, which apparently that's the way to go because bulking sucks. And um, also, as I mentioned earlier, he's looking great at the plate because he's getting the base hits into deep right field when he's pulling the ball that were taken away from the shift last year. He's very open about it. I've already seen two interviews where he's just like, yeah, I'm very fucking happy that's gone. Um, would like to see a little pop. Again, it's been like four spring training games. But, you know, even hit a couple doubles, you know, it's good. So, um, I don't know about the only player on the team. Uh, but, yeah, so that's my my other hot tech is uh, Yaz is back. Fids? All right. Um, well, Fizz and then Mitch, you take us into the bench convo. I think uh, hmm, this is tough. Well, I mean, the Cubs are actually winning spring training games, but I think the, I mean, another overreaction is, uh, and it's, it's me actually. Um, I'm the one overreacting. Uh, Kevin Alcantara um, looks good at the plate. Cubs prospect. He's the number two ranked prospect in the Cubs system. He's six, what, six, seven almost. Uh, he's a beast. He's he's a freak show, and he's going to be, I think, the best player in the Cubs farm system. One day, he's going to be the, one of the best. He's going to be. A, he's a true superstar, I think, in the making. Um, he got two hits in his first game, and he did not look lost at all. And everyone looks lost. I remember, you know, if you can d- jump back to last year, Pete Crow, Armstrong, and them, they looked lost or they looked out of place. He didn't look out of place. He looked like he wanted to be there. He looked like he should be there, and he looks like he will well, be I'm there in a year. So I think I think me I'm the overreaction because I think that Kevin Alcantara is going to be a 2024 starter on the Chicago Cubs baseball team. 2024. Yeah, but I think that yeah. I, I just want to make sure that's clear. 2024 starter, well, yeah, which is he, he barely turned 20 years old. So. Yeah, give him some time. Yeah, so he's they he's can't barely, all be Juan Soto. Barely not a teenager, so he's basically going to be 21 when he's contributing in the major league level, and that to me is exciting. And that's my overreaction. That's me. All right. That's fair. No, that's a good. That's perfect. Co-sign. All right, Mitch. What up, senior? All right. I know I'm going to get some flack for this one. Ooh, I love the preference. Agree. Most of White Sox, well, almost all of White Sox Twitter are not going to agree. But I'll be honest, I got a segment called the NASCAR Minute, so clearly I don't give a shit what other people think <laughs> on this baseball podcast. No. no, man. With what Berger has been doing and how Sheets have looked, there's a lot of questions, especially with Andres now, and they're like, oh, Romy could be the utility guy. A lot of people are like, oh. Is Leary going to get forced out finally? And everyone's happy about this. I think Leary Garcia gets way too much hate. I don't think he des- I think he deserves the spot on the roster. I think he should have his secured. I-, I think he had a down year last year, but so did a lot of guys. I'm not going to come out here and say he's a superstar. 
But in the last four seasons, he's been top five on the White Sox in hits twice. 2021, he was top five in RBIs, top five in doubles, top five in triples, top five stolen bases. He can play a bunch of different positions. He can switch hit. Now, mind you, I know he doesn't do all of them well, but that is a good guy to have on a bench for a championship-level team. He gets way more flack than he deserves. And Tony La Russa, look, I, I, I don't like Tony. But he's been around a long time. He knows a lot of good players. He was propping my boy Lou Dog up last year. I know he was partly senile at that point, but he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. All right, I don't think he's just going to like talk him up if he was a total scrub. Like Leary is not a bad player. It's way more hate than he deserves, and he should have a spot on the bench. I don't think his roster spot should be in question at this point. And people just like to hate him because it's the popular thing to do on Twitter. So I don't think Sheets Hot Twitter is. Uh, you know, was it Mitch? Was it last year where he was statistically the worst player in baseball, or was that two years ago? They completely misused him. This is how just bringing everybody away. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I had it. But I know he was bad, but they, he shouldn't have been used in that role. That's not what he was no, brought he, into. He was Players, definitely. It doesn't misused. matter how bad the organization is. Like any organization, you don't stick around that long if you're like doing something wrong. Like there's a reason he's yeah, been. This is a this is a well known fact on this show. Yes, where he had more <laughs> hits than Mike Trout in 20. What was it? 2020. 2019. I think. 2019. We still got to print that shirt too. You know, no, I that was our first shirt idea. idea. Well, what we did it tell you the last year? Just... I used him as his leadoff guy, and then Tony wouldn't let anyone call him a utility player in press conferences. So his last two managers have really liked him. All of his teammates like him. Stop the Leary hate. I'm a Le- Leary fan. I've said it. I'm coming out of the club. I'm a Leary fan. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Please tell me you clipped that, Aldo. Please tell me you can clip that. Did you catch that? Mitch? I was. I'm sorry. I I I was reading the uh the comment you know by Ian. Shit. What was know, it? But Mitch just screamed. I'm coming out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much happening. All right, Mitch. I'm gonna say this right now. You just hey, Mitch, you, by the way, put that on us. Wait, wait, wait. We we can we can hit several demographics here. Print, yeah, put that on a shirt, Mitch. Right, man, we're, we're, just so you know, we welcome that, bud. Yes. This is a safe hey, space. Hey, hey. So, yeah, yeah. That's not how that was meant. But you know, we accept you for who you are, buddy. I don't see on, on the front of the shirt. On the front of the shirt, it says, "I'm coming out of the closet." On the back, or we can do either way. And then on the back, it says, "As a Larry Larry Garcia supporter." <laughs> <As> a, <Yeah. laughs> I'm, out. I'm coming out as a Larry Garcia support. Uh, so I would say this: the cool. best part about that was that that Zoe was going to go, and Mitch was like, "Hold up, it's like a relay in a relay race." You're like, "Hold up, I'm running anchor for this relay." He let Zogo first because he had the Lurie bomb waiting on deck, yep. and he just like lit the fuse and and literally detonated the entire bridge with it. That was fantastic, dude. Mitch, you're getting a lot of support in the in the comments, bud. <laughs> Everybody's very happy for you, bud. You're so you're very brave, very brave. Um, well, that brings us to a good point, though, because this just is what don't I think. Tell your audience in Missouri. Yeah, ooh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Don't slip that in the cattle report. You know, uh, but Jeez. That is actually a pretty – the White Sox starting lineup is pretty much set in stone. I mean, that is what it is. But the big discussion, what I think is what does the White Sox bench look like? And that kind of brings me back to the point that I said I'll give Beefle of credit because he's the one that kind of started this train of thought for me is are they wasting Jake Berger? Jake Berger hits, all right, period. End of sentence. He's always hit. The only problem is it's hard to carry a guy on your bench who's another righty 
who doesn't really have a position in the field. Yeah. It's really, really hard to carry him on your bench. Now, you got to figure Lurie, love him, hate him, really love him, wherever you're at with him, he's going to be on that bench. All right? I think Sheets is on that bench. Power left-handed back and play first, DH, or right field. And again, power left-handed bat. Uh, your boy Sevy's got to be on the bench. So, need a backup catcher. He had a nice bomb. Good in spring training early too. He had, yeah, he had a nice bomb. Um, Sevy for starter. That should have been your your overreaction pitch. I'm not now. <laughs> the it's really this four spot to me. Is it Romy? Who's he's not having a bad spring either. Is it Billy Hamilton? Because right now, out of the names I named, you have no pitch runner. You have no speed on that bench. Leori. Blue dog. He's not fast. But right. fast to be a lead on. I mean, fast, faster compared to the rest of the. So we got one <laughs> vote in the comments by Mamish, Sebi, Lurie, Romy, Sheets. I think that's probably it. Burger, he always has a spot. I think Missy's all, <laughs> Missy's about the burger. Andy's on burger. Yeah, and oh, I, think this, I think this I... is a very, very good point, too, by Maddie Mitch. Someone's going to get hurt. Probably Yohan Mankata, because... Uh-huh. Come on, Zoe, come on. You're supposed to be positive. I know, but I'm... I was positive. <laughs> he, he, had a pretty, he had a pretty decent game today. He's he's had a an up-and-down spring. I mean, the feeling's always there with Mankata. It's just... He's he's fragile, man. I hope he proves Value. me wrong this year, but... Um, that's where Jake Berger comes into play is, you know, as death for Yoel Mankata. It just, it sucks not being able to carry that bat because the yeah. man hits. The man hits. It's just tough to carry another fucking righty that doesn't have a position. Do you know which burger you really want to eat? The Fiesta. This Padres pitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgers is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Every time I hear burger, I'm like, I just need Who's your bunch, Mitch? I, well, I think in a, 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 I would like burger over, I think it'd be Seb, Leary, Rami Sheets, I think is the badge. I would replace Gonzalez with burger in a perfect world, but Gonzalez makes more sense because he can play more positions. Yep. Uh, and he's pretty quick. Uh, and you got your like hitter, your big bat. I you? didn't know Romy was that quick until I saw that play. He was shading towards center field. He was playing left. He was more in like left center, and the ball was hit into the deepest corner in left field. Like baseball I mean, savant had him as one of the fastest guys in the MLB last yeah. year. He was top ten percentile at speed. So I guess that's your pitch runner. But I mean. Does Billy Hamilton have op- they can option Billy Hamilton, right? I, don't think I gotta so. imagine they can. No, he can he signed he's a veteran guy. He's uh he can so. decline the assignment. Or I'm not sure if, how the deal was, like if it's like by June fifteen. Some of those some some of those deals are like uh you can send him to the minors through the beginning of the year, but like once it gets to like a certain date, the player can opt out and be a free agent again. I don't know if that's his deal, but he, gotcha. I don't, it's not like he's a. I mean, we all love Billy. It's hard not to root for Billy Hamilton. It's just. I want Billy to make the team. It makes no sense because all he can do is run. 
He's not he, he can run. He's a good defensive replacement late in games, but like ideally you won't need that as much this year because Aloy won't be out there as much. But I just I don't know. And I know you just did your whole spiel about Larry Garcia, but he might you gotta have the best guys out there, man. And if it comes to it at point of the season, it might not be Larry Garcia. No, I mean I I get it. I still think he's yeah. better than Gonzalez. And though. I and I agree with you because I do agree that he was misused. I and I've said it on the show countless amount of times. World Series teams have guys like Larry Garcia on the bench as a utility guy. It's just if Romy is a younger, faster, better version of Larry Garcia, then it becomes redundant. Is well, that's yet to be seen. Yeah, no, and I agree. It's yet to be seen. Hitting aspect, as well. So it's it's interesting though. It is interesting. I, fuck, I wish there was another spot for Billy Hamilton, though. So with Sheets, so with the <laughs> Sheets as uh, one of the bench guys, do you guys have, like, like set in stone, Colas is going to be the right field? I I really am interested to hear the line of bullshit they're going to try to <laughs> hand out when he does not start the team in right It'll field. It'll probably be like a Chris Bright, like Reyes will be the starter for the first two weeks, and all of a sudden, hey, he improved it, his it, It's – it, and it's going to be just a perfect, like, textbook Han, just well, complete line of bullshit. Hit me with it, Mitch. Well, you know, based off projections, we thought he needed a little bit more seasoning AAA started. You know, we're always looking to improve the roster, and he, we just feel he was major league uh, ready at, at this point. Keep going, keep going. Check the boxes. Check the boxes. Say, check the boxes. You know, we at uh, Andrew Benintendi uh, out in my field. We think it's a really good pickup. That will really help us uh, batten down the hatch. It is a field for us. Oh, we're getting into it. Just get into it. Maybe. Him in his uh, tight pants and the slimming and striped uniform. Really a great uh, pickup. Hey, back, back to Oscar. I, I mean. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, sorry, sorry. Back to Oscar. <laughs> we're talking about Oscar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but oh, he's going to, it's going to be wow. like some bullshit like that. He's just like, you know, it's really important that Oscar checks all the boxes before we were able to, you know, give him the full. Blah, 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 blah. That's bullshit. Well, I was going to say, well, if you have Sheets as one of the bench guys and then Cola starting in AAA, then I think you could find a space for – well, because I think then Sheets would be the starting right fielder. Right. And then I think at that point, then you can have Billy Hamilton on the bench maybe. That's fair. Yeah. What do the options look like too? Like uh, Going back to the Oh, you're, you're good with Colas. Colas can go down anytime. He hasn't been up. I wasn't sure what he had, yeah. With how much they're paying Leary, too, do you really think they're going to eat that money? That's the other reason, I think. It's three it mil. I mean, it's not 30 million. I still or 12. But... Don't disrespect Leary that, like that. Didn't he get like 5 million? <laughs> I, don't, I think he did get 5 million, but. I don't know, man. I if for some typical standard White Sox bullshit, Cola starts in AAA. Then yeah, Sheets is your starting right fielder, and then yeah, you probably have a guy like uh, Billy Hamilton on your bench, or a Jake Marisnik, or I tell you what, the at bats I've seen from Marisnik, I'm not really impressed. Cubs legend. Yeah. Yeah. I, for some weird reason, some of these other White Sox shows, like they keep bringing up Marisnik, Marisnik. I'm, 
I feel like he, I, I feel like I'm dumb. Like I'm missing something. I'm trying to it's will the, it. It's he's fast. He plays good defense and center. That's that's really. He's that's a great defensive it. replacement. But yep. yeah, yeah. Guy. Yep. Well, if you start the season with Sheets as your starting right fielder, you need a good defensive replacement on the bench. Yeah. But so. then I would think Victor Reyes has the edge because he's a slightly better hitter than Marisa. That's true. Yep. There you go. But Billy Hamilton. Vibes got also got to count the vibes. Yeah, love, the vibes. No one's vibe is higher than Billy Hamilton. Well, especially too. This is the other factor with Billy. Pedro Grifols made it clear he wants his team to run, and they're going to steal a lot more bases this year. And who's better to do that than a Billy Hamilton? Yeah, and Bruhan Luke, Luke would have it like a a, a stroke. He'd be Billy, so Billy had a nice double, stole third. It was beautiful. Billy's got a oh. shit. You know, it's a, it's gonna be a dogfight. Those last. Yeah. Speaking of stealing bases and talking about the new rule changes, I haven't noticed the bigger bases at all. No, not once. I've never. I've I've watched a couple games now. Like I watched the the Yankees uh, Nationals game today and everything, and just. If they if they never shared like the photos on like the first yeah. day of spring training when like the all the reporters yeah. were lined up, I wouldn't have noticed. Well, you don't have a you don't have like some sort of like frame of reference though for it either. So it's out there That's all true. by itself in the grass, and it's not hard to not notice. What is it? What is it? Eight inches a difference? Like oh, I mean uh, that's a huge five. difference. I'd say no, that's four inches each side is really what it is, but. It's not. It's, it's a good size. Inches. It just goes a lot. Uh, I mean, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! You can do hey, a lot hey, with four hey, inches. Hey, that's hey. what I'm saying. Right. Hey. It just goes a lot longer these days. Yeah. Hey, it's easier but, to reach um, four inches than. Never mind. I will say too, you know, as a big vibes guy, as you know, one on the commission of the vibes committee, um, the VC, of course. Yes, bringing in Elvis Andrews. He'll be a part of the vibe department. Eases yeah. eases the pain. Oh, the BD. Of Billy Hamilton, <laughs> of Billy Hamilton, not making the team because Elvis, immaculate vibes, great vibes, great vibes. and no, that, yeah. I am, I mean, his swing looks good, and for him, it, he looks like he's been playing second base for a while. He doesn't look like a guy trying to figure it out, is what I'm saying. I mean, he's is he going to make mistakes? Of course, everybody fucking makes mistakes, but. The diving catch, the getting over to make tags, the glove side, the base and cover. The guy's a fucking pro, man. Mm -hmm. And we've known that from the beginning. It's not some kid that they're forcing to play outfield when he's never played before in his life and he should be a first baseman. He didn't even have to be out there right now. He didn't even have to be. He's a good-time all-star, too. I mean, people forget that he was an important piece of a very good Rangers team for a while. Yeah. Adrian Beltran, dude. Those videos of those two fucking around with each other are fucking hilarious. But... For all you guys, who are your favorite vibe guys right now for for Sox or Cubs? For the White Sox, I'm favorite. I'm, your your number one vibe guy. Like who's got the vibe? It's got. I like. Well, Elvis is more of like a professional, positive vibe. But I mean, it's hard to argue. Ta, dude. Ta's just got like that cool. I don't know. I like Ta. Lance Lynn. That's my vibe guy. I Lance Lynn doesn't even have a vibe. Lance Lynn is oh, just. Are you kidding? Lance Lynn is. Lance, Lance's vibe is a line dance. Before you watch a Lance Lynn uh, inning, or you know, he has a big strikeout. You don't need pre-workout or anything. He's just get fired up. That's a vibe. I mean, Lance I Lynn just, is. I see vibe. a lot of myself in Lance Lynn, so it's hard for me to like. <laughs> I see a lot of you in. Jake. In what? Jake Deakman. Oh. Deakman. Your boy, the yeah. D-man. Yeah, but Lance I mean, looks like he'll drink thirty beers. And then go on the mound and just call someone a slapdick motherfucker. And his vibe is the copperhead. 
Eloy has really good. Eloy has pretty high vibes too. Eloy's a very positive, very upbeat vibe. And again, I am very impressed on I, I guess it just caught me so off guard. Just how it seriously looks like half of Eloy. But the power's still there. But it's just, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Is so I I I will be very Honest, I don't even have a, a read on a Cubs vibe guy. I couldn't even tell you. I can't blame you though, because I, I was th- I was trying to think, but I was thinking hard. And I mean, th- there's Christopher Morrell, great vibes guy when he came up last year. Yeah, I did so like his. You did have Morrell based off everything you heard saw from last year. He's yeah. great with the fans. He plays. Yeah. It was not to like. So he's definitely a guy that comes up. Um, I, I mean, it, this is like an underrated because like, I mean, I don't know. But every time you hear him talk, like the you know all the Cubs, most of the Cubs spring training games are it's on marquee. Whenever they're playing home games, you know you'll get like the dugout interviews. He was interviewed by uh, Taylor McGregor uh, during Wednesday's game. Nico Horner, just every time he's on screen, his fucking smile. I I like it, the biggest man crush on Nico Horner. Kevin, I think you agree. Welcome just to the a, club, Charter founder. Oh, no, no. Since the beginning, Kevin, I've been fighting an uphill battle here, uh, 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 comparing him to uh, Zoe's boy at the time, comparing that 2018 draft class. But uh, Nico Horner, like, because like it's not like he's like the most over the top guy. He's never going to be that, which is great. Nobody, everyone doesn't have to be the same. But he just always sounds positive, always smiling, great smile. Just looks like he's having fun out there, enjoying. Playing baseball, I like the underrated vibes guy. I like the praise that Nico got from Pete Crow Armstrong. I think Fiji oh, yeah. shared it to the group, yeah. where that kid who is arguably one of the future faces of your franchise said, "You know, guys like Nico is taking me under his wing and showing me how to play MLB level baseball the right way." And it's like he, he, he basically that's said, the highest he, praise you can give a guy. He's like, if you think about the Cubs and what the Cubs are as a baseball team, it is Nico Horner. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, just... Ian Happ is kind of a sneaky bias guy. Ian Happ, yeah. He yeah. loses me with the John Boy shit. And all but, the coffee. Um, yeah. he hangs, he's the Dom. He's with Dom. Yeah. No offense to Dom, but I'm like, that's not my thing. But that's just like um, that. I think usually every year I get I have one or two Cubs that I'm like, yeah, I fucks with that guy. And Nico's definitely. Well, I think you know who it's going to be. We haven't really seen a so lot. Mark is going to so be. Happy. I think it's going to be Cody Bellinger. I well, think Cody Bellinger is yeah. going to be Belly's, big Belly's that dude, man. I've always like. I wanted Belly on the White Sox so bad. Yeah. I really did. He's been my favorite <laughs> non. He's he's been my favorite non Cubs player. Like for well, Mitch loves Trey Mancini. Five, That's who he wants. Years. Yeah. Mancini, immaculate vibe. Yeah. Um, Strowman lost me with some of the social media shit this off season. He yeah. lost me as soon as he said he wanted to be a giant right after he signed with the Cubs. <laughs> I'm not even a Cubs fan, and that pissed me off. Like, what are you doing? Cubs on the Cubs, like the 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 two guys. Uh, I'm talking about like the interviews. Every single time they were on TV last year, Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson, huge vibe guys. Like okay. Justin Steele is just a good old country boy. Love the accent. Hoss vibes. Hoss vibes. Yeah, like, it, like, like he just is a great dude. Keegan Thompson the same way. You would think like, oh, like a little younger, uh, 
uh, you know, they 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 remember they haven't really been like highly touted prospects, but they had early success. You might think like, oh, like they might be a little full of themselves or whatever. Like, no, like completely down to earth dudes. They'll answer like every question. They'll have fun with you. You know, the interviewers, whoever it is. So those, yeah. those are on the pitching side. Those two. This guys. is really That's an interesting comment. Who is no longer with? This is a really interesting comment from our guy Ian in the comments, and I, I'm I've been listening to you guys, but I can't. This is I'm thinking. He says, "I'm hoping that Abreu being gone took away the guy's safety net, and we get the Bill Simmons Patrick Ewing effect out of our socks." That I find that that's a really good point, though. I am not familiar. What is the Patrick Ewing effect? Ouch. Mick's got good ones. Patrick Ewing was no longer was, a viable yeah. option. So they had they, to like a team yeah. instead of dish off to somebody else. So they these guys, yeah. basically, okay. you remove the face of the franchise, the captain, the leader. Well, Kevin, yeah. remember Vegas, dude. What happened to the Nationals? After Bryce Harper signed yeah. a big deal with the Phillies, they won it the very next year. Yeah, so that it's like that. That's a, that's a very good. Okay, okay. So, but that's going to be really interesting because now – you know, a lot of these guys like a Tim Anderson and a Luis Robert Jr. and Yohan Mankata and all these guys, you know, you can't just say like, oh, it's cool. Jose's going to get us mm. or he'll pick it up. Like you can't right. do that anymore. You got to be the fucking guy. Okay. Okay. And, I think it's an intriguing point, but I would rather have a Brayu on my team than not at the end of the day. But we'll, like, and I think we'll they're about the show anyway. But you know, I, I think it's a it's a very interesting point. It could very well play out. But after the way last season went, with or without a break, I think a lot of these guys were coming in. That Nets example is good too because Davey Martinez won. It was it was year two, but he won the World Series in year two. You've got a first year coach, but that has a little more experience as a manager, at least in some shape, than Davey Martinez had though. And they finished second in the East in 2018 as first year too. So you always want to get your shot. White Sox got to get to the get it to the dance before you can actually dance. So oh no, I mean we got. 162 games play you know what i mean like yep i mean the best thing is the regular season starts this month like we're we've made it we're here you know and it's just i wish you guys as cubs fans are i was thinking about this today too you're extremely lucky to have the marquee network in the i saw your tweet that you can watch all the cubs spring training games because it absolutely kind of yeah you're refreshing MLB.com. Like, it sucks. For Cubs fans listening, uh, tuning in on YouTube, subscribe, listening on the podcast. If you guys are, don't have the ability to watch Marquee on your TV, yeah. the DMs are open. I'll hook you up. <laughs> and we'll be doing uh, well, playbacks. And we'll be doing playbacks. So, hopefully soon. This is crazy, too. Side note. Uh, I didn't have a subscription to MLB.tv oh, last I saw year. that, too, guys. Didn't have a subscription last year. Didn't, I canceled it last spring before anything. Uh, and uh, yesterday, was it yesterday or two days ago? Yeah, I had a PayPal charge for $149.99. I subscribed to MLB.tv. Were you drunk? Oh, no. It literally auto subscription. It was an auto subscription. I have no idea. Like, I literally, I actually called. They're like, oh, it's an auto subscription. I'm like, from what? That is one of the fun parts about it though is yeah you like missy said she listened to the game on the guardian side and it was pretty fucking funny there was five ads for lubes and didn't the dude break up saying the guy's name cox yeah i mean if you if you need to be resourceful you gotta lube anywhere you get it uh but it just it drives me like today you know i'm working 
And I would love to have had the White Sox guardian, especially because these guys are going to the World Baseball Classic. So the lineups are like yeah. regular season lineups. And I'm like, I really want to watch that at least one or two times. It just sucks. And then I see you guys like posting clips from the Cubs and shit. I'm like, God damn it. I want to watch. And, I, and I'm sure it's been like this for the Sox. Like normally you think about spring training. It's like, oh, like, you know, they'll get, in, they'll get in there. They'll get like their first at bat. They'll play a couple innings in the yeah. field. And then like they're quickly replaced. Like at least for the Cubs, like. Uh, there's been a few games now, you know, Nico Horner, Dansby Swanson, they're playing They're They get three at bats. They're playing into the sixth inning. I can see why Dansby would want to do yeah. that though. New team. New, yes, new yeah. But like, it's been like multiple guys, like, you know, even Ian Happ, like they've gotten at least, I think every game, like at least two at bats, mm-hmm. um, playing uh, at least half the game early on in the first week of spring training. Oh, uh, but really? yeah, no, I've never gotten that. So like with the Jerry Reinsdorf owns like what, what it like 80% of fucking NBC Sports Chicago right. or whatever it is. Put the fucking games on it. Yeah. And like, I get it. I get I, I get it costs money to like, you know, put on the broadcast. You need this. But you know what else it does? Staff. Although it gets people excited to go exactly. to regular season it, games. You have a product. Show your product. <laughs> was there a reason like today's game, for example, today's game, uh, I actually clicked on a bunch of games today. There was like four games that had no, there was audio only. There were no broadcasts. You know, the it's all over baseball. Yeah, so like the Cubs were the game of the day on MLB.tv. So like I, that was maybe like the only one of maybe one or two games that were actually televised. Yeah, I everybody else was the, like, I had to watch the KB's Homer. I haven't seen KB's Homer yet. I had to watch the Yankees National ESPN gargle the Yankees nuts fest for two and a half hours. Oh my god, it was brutal, dude. Holy well, shit. Well, at least it was only two and a half hours, though, and not well, the four. Only good, the only good thing about it was I got to watch Josh Donaldson make hair. Suck. There you go. That's always fun. That, that was the only thing. So, but oh my God, everything, especially Jesus. It's like, okay, oh, guys, wait, we get it. Third baseman. What about third baseman? Nick Madrigal has been good. Damn right he has. And I, I don't think, I mean, if you've been paying attention, any attention to Nick Madrigal, you shouldn't have ever been worried about like, oh, how is he going to be fielding at third base? He's he's a good. How's fielder. the arm look? He's a good fielder. Okay. Great fielder. He was a shortstop in college. He's, he can get it across the diamond. He made a throw <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> great pick. It was a short hop, like right by the third base bag. Did a great job coming and fielding the ball. He took a fucking crow, like a crow hop, like in front of third base to get a throw over. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's just body into it. Yeah. He's like a hummingbird, bro. He's got like hummingbird arms. I saw one of the funniest tweets there. Yeah, hummingbird like, wings. Like, pew, pew. Somebody was somebody was somebody tweet. I think it was a White Sox fan, by the way. They're like, Nick Magical is gonna be the first player to get Tommy John surgery from throwing a ball from third base. His arms aren't long enough to have I don't even think he has that tendon. His arms are too short. It's like a T-Rex throwing the ball across and the diamond. The thing, all the throws he's all the throws he's made, they've been they've been fine. They've been good. Like again, it's like good job. Mind. I'm glad. But they've all been like shorter throws. Like what is what is gonna happen when he's has to make a play behind third base? Well, I he's know. already putting he's starting third baseman. So I don't like that. He's already bad. putting all his fucking strength behind these legs. You know what he's gonna do? He's, he's he's gonna play that small willow body, uh, body length uh, from the baseline, and that's where he's gonna set up. Every time. So everything that he fields will be to his left so he can come through the baseball. That's all he's going to end up doing. So that six hole is going to be a little bit more open for the Cubs. But guess what you got? Dansby Swanson at short, a guy that can go to his left. Well, like, I know that. I think uh, you wrote about Actually, it, right, Mitch? How, uh, how uh, his arm was like below average at second base. Yeah. 
Well, I was saying the Sox shouldn't trade for him. I'm still a Nick Magical defender. Just I don't want him on my team anymore. But I think we'll be fine on the bench. Hey, he could be the backup for Yohan Mankata at third base. Oh, oh, Jake Berger, Jake Berger, Jake Berger. No, Jake, Jake Berger. Berger. You Jake just said Berger. that he doesn't have a position, though. So. Yeah, but it's third base. It's. I mean, he's fucking cheeks at third base. Being healthy for a full season. That was like the biggest red flag. Yes. He, even in the shortened season, he couldn't stay healthy. So if he gets through a full 162 games, it's a respectable batting average. I mean, the Dodgers just lost Gavin Lux, so if they need another infielder. That sucks. Yeah, the Cubs have a whole bunch. Happens. It does suck. Wasn't he in the season plan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah see. He would have fit right in with the White Sox. Injured in spring training. Oh, man, imagine if that, that like, the Sox finally make a ballsy trade. <laughs> and then that, oh, my God. That's like when yeah. fucking Nomar, remember Kevin, Nomar Garcia Parra, like a week into the season after he re-signed, tears this fucking entire groin muscle right off the bone. Yep. Mm-hmm. God damn. Clean. Yeah, I mean. Nomar without thinking of Rick Hunt. Ooh, here's an idea. Oh. Okay. Now we're cooking with fire here, Senor Sox. I like this. What are we getting back? Trey Lurie to the Dodgers. What are we getting back? Give me a picture. Some police. They got a million of them. They got a million of them. Yeah, Give me a picture. Yeah. And also, say- yes, Missy, Jake Berger is absolute cheeks at third base. But, <laughs> but damn it, he hits the ball hard and he's a good father, from what I hear on Twitter. <laughs> he's just a good guy, too. <laughs> and, like, that's another thing. Great story. Two fucking Achilles injuries. People forget, too. He was clutch last year. Like, a lot of his hits were in yes. situations when he was filling in at No, base. it's a big bet, dude. Like, you can't argue Jake Berger's bet. It's just his I mean, there's feeling one is such here, cheeks that you can't. National Burger Day, he hit a I mean, if, someone, yeah, if there's a team out there that desperately needs a DH, Trader for Samson. Jake, Ber- Jake Berger is your guy. Why do you want Jake easy. Berger? The, no, no, no. The, the, Cubs don't need, the Cubs already have, like, like seven guys at third base. And none of them are like that good. Um, but just, just, just do away with him because you guys are already a little tired of him. Just put Moncada on the trade block. Just give the job to that Jake. Might happen. He can sure. hit. Get something valuable for you on Moncada. It's becoming. It's it's becoming concerning to me how much Pedro Grafal is going out of his way to talk about talk up Yoan Moncada. Like it's <laughs> gotten to that point where it's like, all right, Pedro. Like he's trying to get his be, confidence up. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know what? It's also selling because if he is tradable, you want to make sure that everything stays positive on those optics out 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 of the clubhouse. So complimenting him across the board, even if he has a decent time and you still yeah, deal with that, the he's overdoing it now, man. Oh, it's I'm like sure. every time he has a microphone well, the, in front of him, he's the like, last oh, time the, about uh, you on like, somebody on the socks overhyped the guy walking back to the bench. So he's he's more he's more of a salesman at the pagodas at the mall as opposed to like maybe like the actual like brick and mortar store. I mean, I who knows, guys? Maybe a movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean and Rick club. Hahn was talking up. Uh, Romy Gonzalez was the story of the offseason. And then he got replaced like two days later by Elvis I Andrews. I, I wrote about it on, in a sports mockery article. Shameless plug. Go check it out. But like, Ooh, I, I out, think a lot of people see Montgomery is the replacement for TA. I think with the shortstop market and how valuable TA is the Sox, not just on a branding standpoint, just as a hitter, you extend him as soon as you can and you start moving – Montgomery is your new third baseman because if you had to pick between the two to extend, I, I, yeah. I think you should extend TA. 
I would move Montgomery to third. I think you keep TA. Well, Why? let's 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 give Moncada some time. Let let's see before we start playing. Yeah. yeah, you give him another couple. And of then Matty, to this point, <laughs> the Dodgers think Dodgers Twitter Dodgers fans basically think they have carte blanche on the league. Like as soon as anyone is remotely at the end of their contract or almost available, the Dodgers just think instantly, like we're gonna go get them. And so you know what? To be fair, they have been. They 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 they've done it a lot. So yeah. So Gavin Lux <laughs> goes down, and a lot of people, because you know TA's coming up, he's he's coming up to his paycheck time, where he's gonna get paid. The shortstop money's ridiculous, and. Dodgers fans think they got a legit shot to make a run at him. I did see that. I think I did see Dodgers fan that that was circulating in White Sox Twitter. I, I think he later was like, "Oh shit!" Didn't realize he had the club option for twenty four. So never he mind. Definitely has a club option still, yeah. which they will pick up. Yeah, yes, they're gonna they pick will. up. So, but with with TA, I think he does, and he, and you know, obviously players just say stuff a lot of times. You can't read too much into it. But he did say he like he's comfortable in Chicago. He wants to stay there. So I do. I buy into that a little bit. He's been there his whole career. I think now is the time to extend him. He's coming off a down year, too. So you can get him Jesus. at a relatively cheaper price. Now Chuck Garfine is trying to pump up Hanser Alberto. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, he, he uh-huh. once Elvis Andrews signed. That... Days were no, yeah. 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 The end of the Hans He's Alberto. a 30-year-old. Just go play in Charlotte, bud. I wanted that dude, like, like two years, like or three years ago, because I think he hit like three hundred with Baltimore. Isn't it that was three years ago. Dodgers who are consistently World Series contenders were like, yeah, now nah, we're good with Hans Alberto and the White Sox who are pretending to be contenders. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds good. He can be a starting second baseman. Let's pick him up. Yeah, all of a sudden we got like eight guys that can start at second base. It's like I did a little chuckle shit. only because the Cubs did sign a few former Dodgers mm-hmm. who are going to be starting. So. Yeah, Rios and Cody Bellinger. Bellinger. <laughs> and TA, too, as far as extending him, not only is he valuable on the field, like for the marketing standpoint, like as much as I love to bray you, he was boring. Like TA gets the Sox in national conversation. Even 2019, they're rebuilt, technically rebuilding. There's a below 500 team, and they yeah. got talked about because of t- Tim Anderson. Color the Homer Illustrated, color athlete on a video game. You need TA. He's the Homer in Iowa. That's it. Boom. That was the highlight of that year. Period. Nope. Oh, absolutely. One of the best. It's an all-time great baseball moment. Yeah, now he has a good season this year, and then raises his value, and because we know the Sox don't like giving out those huge deals, so you're probably gonna have to go over a hundred million. But like, yeah, yeah. Now get your extension magic done. Yep. Um. Yeah. I think it's time. Oh. oh. We need to have like a. We need to have a sound by like the engines revving. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time. Car minute wouldn't ask our Mitch. All right. I promise this won't be quicker than Daytona, but there's a lot of backstory to this race. So it was in Fontana, which is in California. This is a great track. Asphalt has been aging, so the tires wear down quicker, which makes for better racing. You can go five wide, which is like unheard of on a lot of these tracks. See, like cars go five wide, but they're tearing it down. This is the last year of the track. It's been there for over 30 years. They sold it, I think, to NASA for like half a billion dollars. So they're making the track now a short track. So this is the last year of Fontana. So everyone's really emotional because it's putting like on some of the best races of the year. So 
Also, backstory too, we got Kyle Bush who left uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. So if I had to compare it, picture Jose Abreu if he was a douche, right? The face of the White Sox organization for a long time. He leaves with the new team. So it's kind of unsettling. Now he's with like the Astros. The Astros also equivalent to where Kyle Bush went to uh, <laughs> Richard Childress Racing. Because Richard Childress also kind of a douche. We'll get into that later. So they're a good fit. Anyway, last race at Fontana. Here we go. Ross Chastain, he's track house guy, along with Dan Suarez. He gets out to an early lead. He went stage one. I'm pretty happy. Suarez is in fourth. Kyle Busch, he starts in the back. He starts working his way up the field. He gets to the front. And I'm like, uh-oh, Kyle Busch. I don't want him to win this last race of Fontana. So then he goes to pit lane to pit, right? And he gets a speeding penalty coming off. So he has to go back to the back of the field. So me and Yad Dog, we're celebrating. We're like, yeah, let's go. He's in the back of the field. Well, Kyle Busch, you know, like, as much as I hate to say, he's a he's a good, good, great driver, and what makes him great. Oh wait, wait, can you say that again? I, no, no, you got to watch. You know, you froze up a little bit. It, it no, cut, it out. cut it out, cut out, it cut out, it cut out, it cut out. Seriously, it cut out. You got to say it again. A heavily motivated driver. He wants no, to stick no, no, that's to Joe Gibbs. That was the line before, before that. that. Really what, wasn't Joe Gibbs' fault. What was the line before that? What did you say about Kyle Busch? It cut out. He he turns left really well. But, you know, he's got that, like, Michael Jordan attitude. He wants to stick it to everyone, right? So he's pissed off he got the speeding penalty. And also in the back of his head, he's trying to prove that Joe Gibbs made a mistake by not bringing him back. So he starts working his way back up through the field. It's almost like Jaws. Ross Chastain back out in front. You know, he's, like, lollygagging along. He's one stage one. He's one stage two. Here comes Kyle Busch. And so now there's a great battle in the stage two. Kyle Busch is back up. He comes to the right side of Chastain, right? So they're going like side by side. And all of a sudden, Joey Logano, he comes comes out of nowhere. He makes a three ride, passes on the apron of, of the track. He takes the lead. Now Bush backs off because he's near the wall. Chastain's back behind him. And then later, there's a wreck. So Joey Logano's now in the front during this restart. During the rules for like the restarts, they can only go when the guy in front like hits the gas. So with, uh, Joey Logano's kind of like baiting everyone during the restart zone, but he doesn't hit the gas yet. A bunch of guys at the back of the field are anticipating Joey to go, but Joey like fakes everyone out. So then there's a big pile up, like they, they like crash into each other. This is like another huge wreck. Clears out half the field. So Kyle Bush is in a good position. It's stage three. Chastain takes the lead. Kyle Bush is back up front. Chastain's running the same line he's gone like the whole the whole race. Kyle Bush keeps getting bigger and bigger in his mirror. Bush is trying different lines, and Chastain's like, oh shit, like, he's right in my rear view mirror. He doesn't want to switch lanes. He's going the same line. He's like, this has been working all race. been the best car all race. Kyle Busch takes the low side, takes the lead, drives away with it. He gets the win. And what was sickening about the whole thing, Kyle Busch has been the villain, like, all, like, his entire career. And everyone was cheering for him all of a sudden. Now that he's on a new team and won, you know, I don't know what they have against Joe Gibbs, but everyone likes Kyle Busch all of a sudden. He wins the last race at Montana, extends his streak to 19 years in a row, winning a race. Which beat Kyle or tied Kyle Petty's record, or not Kyle Petty, uh, uh, the King Richard Petty's record. Uh, so yeah, he made some history. Last race at Fantana, it was sickening. But Kyle Busch, good drive from a good driver. Some may say great, uh, and yeah, he was the last race. There you go, NASCAR minute. Sorry. Let me say this too. <laughs> nope. This Padres pitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? 
because Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just ordered Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Ooh, Let me say this really quick. Look, I'm all for the gate. I don't dress enough well enough to be one of them if we're going to dispel these rumors. This is the Leary Garcia closet. This is 2023, buddy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that, that was phenomenal. Right, way, Alex, <laughs> Alex, I try to get him to repeat the fact that he said Kyle Busch is a good driver. Great driver, actually. Great driver. He's a great driver. He is. He's a great driver. Great. He's one of the best of all time. Unfortunately. On Tuesday. Alex, I'm giving you some gold here. Just clip this shit for your NASCAR group (laughs) chat, bud. Got him. Don't say it. This counts as your birthday and Christmas present. (laughs) Oh, shit. That was a good minute, though. That was electric. I think Fids. I'm putting the assignment on me and you. We gotta, we have to refresh the pictures from now on. Every yep. week. Did you notice I added some towards I the did, end? And I was trying to put them in there. Like, there's some mainstays <laughs> that have to stay. Like the the beef on the, like here's yeah. the pictures that stay no matter what. Like this picture stays. Uh, <laughs> the cars. This picture stays. Uh, this one and, should stay for a second at least to uh, uh, as we remind some people tonight what's coming. Oh, wait, Hank, I haven't done that. Hank stays. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool Han stays. Uh, ben Attendee stays. Um, I for the for some time. reason, Point Blank stays because it makes me laugh. Uh, this stays. Has to, that has to stay, of course. This Don't stays. tell me the, the dreamy uh, Rick Han thing because that's for the sexy time with 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 the impersonation. Right. No, as I say, that stays. So oh, also, one of you, please tweet out the link. To the fantasy baseball league, Kevin. All right, let me. I'm trying to win that. I don't need more competition. I ain't tweeting that out. Well, All right, folks. For 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 anyone interested. For anyone interested. Uh, all right, so I got to do this. Bro. I got to. You should join the hall. Momentarily. Keep stalling, real quick. So I got to. I got to have a chance. To myself, and then. If you want to get into the Pinwheels and Ivy Fantasy Baseball League. A big honor, by the way. It's a good mm-hmm. time. It is a good time. Uh, it's competitive where like people actually do set their lineups, but like no one's like crazy about it. Except for me. We didn't have, well, yeah, we, we kind of curved that shit. This Make sure you turn off the notif- your notifications for Yahoo yes. ba- Fantasy Baseball. Otherwise you will be aware of every time Aldo takes his morning dump because you'll it get could, hit with... It could be worse though. Cause like with the, with the two hour difference from Is Arizona to Chicago. Yeah, give me a second. Hold on. Uh, no, it's not there yeah, yet. Uh, you could be I'm going to share it at PM and then I'm going to share it. Yeah. Give me a second. So. Be right there. Yep. Now we're getting there. Now we're getting there. I, you know what? All that is a good point where it would usually be about 10, 10 30 Chicago time. Right. And be like, oh, morning, morning constitutional going on right now for Aldo. Because it'd be like, Aldo picked up this guy, dropped this guy. Aldo picked up this guy, dropped this guy. Aldo picked up this guy, dropped this guy. And it's all the starting pitchers. And you're just like, okay. All right. All done. Almost there. But, How many? Yeah. We're gonna have eight eight spots so, open. So while no. Yeah, uh, seven. there's seven, I think. Uh, while we're here, though, and then you're waiting, would you guys do me a favor and recap last season for me? How did how did it end up? I wasn't here, so I wouldn't know. Ooh, Mitch was not here. Oh. So when did we decide we're gonna do the it's draft? Though it's not this week AL Central anymore. <laughs> uh, Balance schedule coming up. Here we go. Team in town, baby. The uh, not two, three weeks from tonight. I think it was the uh, 
So the 23rd, I think. Yeah, the 23rd. Or 20, whatever. 23rd. Whatever that is. Yeah, that, that one. Baseball, if you still want to like stall for time, I remember in second grade, I was in a fantasy. The first time I was ever in a fantasy baseball league, and I got the first overall pick, and I'm all excited, right? Yeah, you know, I'm a big White Sox fan, and this is just right around when like Gordon Beckham just got called up. So all you, the players you took Gordon Beckham, Beckham with the second pick, first overall pick, and I got like laughed out of the draft. Was <laughs> <laughs> everyone was taking like pool holes and like, like all these good players? I'm like, wow, I really shouldn't have done that. Righty fits in three, two, one. Tweet it. All right, Bing, seven spots open. First oh. come, first serve. Share, baby, share. Pin Mills and Ivy podcast. Fun. Fantasy baseball. First on Yahoo. First on Yahoo. Yahoo. We do the draft live. Can we we, add we do the draft live on a Wednesday night. I think or, the winner of the league should get a free cattle report this year. Or maybe last. Right, all right. I like, all right. It. I like it. I like it. I mean, if I get to, if you get to wear it for the next like at least like seven months, I'll make a fake championship belt. I don't. I have no shame at all. Oh, to your to your question in the comments, Missy. Fantasy baseball is nothing like fantasy football. No, fantasy football is way easier. It's every fucking day. And yeah. I, I love baseball. <laughs> Absolutely love baseball. I've been doing this show, whatever, for however long. I love it. Ba- it's every day. Well, the and key you, is you, you just will forget. Like the beginning of the week and you look at the schedule and just set your lineup for a full week. And then you get an but, alert. Guys. But see, that is the thing. The one good thing Ooh. of me making 27 moves every day was in case you did forget. It you'd did. Have all you know what? Although that, it did. <laughs> It really did. We got we've got one in so far. We got uh, Yumper is in. So Yumper's oh, in. By the way, I do have to say because of the two hour time difference, Gordon Miller. I was at a disadvantage for picking up guys. So I I know don't I'm just gonna give. I just never <laughs> realized. Wait, how are there three Alexes? Hold up, what Alex Jordan Miller, Killer? I think maybe uh, Jordan Miller Killer, Maddie Mitch made it. And then another Alex is amazing. And then Alex is amazing. Wait, how, what, how, what? Uh, the, I mean, they, like for anyone, or unless Alex has two teams now. He just, yeah, he's just said he tweaked. He joined multiple times. <laughs> I think my phone tweaked and joined. Multiple. All right. Well, if that's the thing, we'll have to kick one of them out and then we'll have an available spot. Yeah. Give me one sec. I'll, I'll pull the weight as the commish. Typical Kyle Bush fan hogging all the spots. What does Alex think this is? <laughs> a Chicago election? Come on. Well, there you yeah. go. Wow, um, both of you pretty powerful. How quick you ripped those jokes yeah. off there, fellas. Yeah, shout one out, shout out, Lori. That might be a NASCAR. I traded four teams. <laughs> His phone tweaked out a little bit. So he created the Jordan Miller. Yeah, I know. Killed Tupac or wait. Oh yeah, we got Jordan Miller killed Tupac. Alex, amazing team. Jordan Miller killed Tupac. Killed Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> so which one are those? Both Alex. Same Alex. I'm guessing all three of them are. Hold on, I can tell you right now. Uh, they all have the same Yahoo rating. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, hold on. Which one? Do we... Yeah, we can change the name later. We're going. Wait, the two. The wait a minute. Alex's amazing team, and oh, where I just lost. My well, spot. that's Brian. One of them's Brian. Brian's best team. Yeah. Look at the the rating. Let's see here. Removed. Yeah, keep the Jordan Brian's Miller one. There, but the Jordan Miller Tupac two and then Alex's amazing team are the same. Yeah. So, so keep he said keep the Jordan Miller killed Tupac. I think he did it on purpose just so we would say Jordan Miller killed Tupac on the show like multiple times. <laughs> and we did. Yeah. We uh, subscribe, jerks. Subscribe. And then go take your friend's phone and subscribe too. 
Don't you want to win those tickets? Start subscribing. All right, so we got one, two, three, four. So we got Yup, Brian, Alex, Maddie, Mitch, and then now it's still going. For all we those. got one. We got one last slot. One more spot. We got. How many we got? We got like four. four. More spots. We got like three more, I think. Someone says my team. We got my team. I don't know who that is yet. Okay. okay. Says my three team. They haven't created a name yet. I like it. Mystery. Uh, we'll get it filled. It'll fill up. Mystery team season. There you go. I, apparently, 10 p.m. on a Wednesday night wasn't a good time to drop the lake. But <laughs> well, we, we know will... who the real fans are. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's right. That's Only the real ones that will tweet and, and actually like do their lineup changes while dumping in the morning as a priority. Uh, um, right. But yeah, subscribe. Tell your friends. Please. I said please. said please. Nice you. Real quick interruption appreciation moment. What? Appreciation moment, real quick. Hold up. Oh. oh I thought we were going to get through the whole show. I really did. I, I really thought Ooh, we were going to get through the whole show. Yeah. Get in there, Senior Sox. Get in there, bud. We, we were in the championship in uh, fantasy football. I got smoked in the championship. So, oh. Senior Sox beat the shit out One, of me. Like two, I stole three, something. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We are full. Oh, there you Brianna's go. grand team, Jonathan's standout team, Ryan's pleasant team. Let's go. I like my it. team. I don't know who that is yet. Uh, when did we say we're going to draft Alex the week before opening day or so the Wednesday before opening day? So that's going to be on the 22nd or 29th, Wednesday? 29th, the 20. Well, we 29th? can do one of the, uh, the either one of those, whichever yeah. we use one, whichever one we're all going to be here. Cause I, Oh yeah, I think Kevin said he was going to be out. I forget which the twenty second. Yes, I mean I'll be in Paris next. Uh, not next week, but the week after. Yeah. So we should uh, we should do it that day. And then you'll get Gordon Beckham with the second pick overall. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. Let's do the dates. Hold on. Yeah, the. uh, I'm. I will be home on the twenty second. I leave from the fifteenth, or I'll be gone from the tenth through the twenty fifth or whatever. Yeah. Or no, tenth to twenty eighth. Eighteenth. Peace will peak. All right. You guys got anything else? Oh, come on. We're almost at the two-hour mark. Stall, stall. Well, when does <laughs> World Baseball Classic start? They're going to call a ball on us if we're not careful. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're pushing the limit. Clock. No. <laughs> All right. I just learned a new word. Jordan Walker. Uh, I, saw the tw- I saw the tweet, so. Am I scared? Maybe. What can I do about it? Nothing. Um, oh yeah, I'm getting good at the cattle reports. I'm I'm fucking. Okay, cold. here we go. We do need a cattle report. Commodities are on point. News readings, not so much, but uh, commodity reports, we got it down. No more complaints yet. Okay, okay. Lean uh, down for the month of March, eleven and three quarters. That was today, anyway. So there you go. All right. Really good. Good stuff there. Uh, and that was the cattle report. You guys get that for free here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's free money. If you know what you're doing. Here yeah. Uh all right. So for Mitch Fids, that's all though I'm Zo. Subscribe and we'll see you guys next week. This Padre's pitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Cause Danny fucking Burgess is up at back. 
Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board. Can't put it.